and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday the 25th of September 2011. I'm your host, Dad Train. Joining me today, outside, is Zachary Burgess. Outside, fuck! And Robert Kemp. I don't have to be particularly delicate today, do I? I can, like, might walk around and my footsteps can't be heard. Well, if you're wearing socks on the patio, yeah. <laughs> my outfit's my outdoor chic. <laughs> I'm sure that's how bare girls Wait, no it. fucking shoes at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Yes>. <laughs> We're coming to you from Elmswell in the middle of the sticks, basically. Which is Nowhere. why there's going to be lots of wind and highway noise. Yes, well, that's it's not really why. Why is because we've chosen to sit outside, because <laughs> it's quite nice outside, so we thought, well, let's do it. But by the time <laughs> this podcast ends, it'll be fucking cold, probably. Yeah, so. probably. <laughs> it's I've, a test I've got my cardigan ready, so... <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Don't worry, you guys are more uh, It's resilient. a proper test for noise reduction technology. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. it's going to be interesting. Do you think every time there's a gust of wind, it will go wobble, wobble, wobble? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was quite a strong one. Yeah. I did you. <laughs> I think the wind's supposed to be get up quite strong today. <laughs> oh, you're more great. Oh, this is going to be entertaining. It's really quite interesting. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> so now that we've talked about the weather, <laughs> in a yeah. very British style, it's a key British topic. I mean, if you're going to advertise to our uh, American brethren about. Uh, <laughs> about the, about the Englishness it's like, it. <laughs> listen to a gaming podcast from the, even more Britishness. We even talk about the weather and shit, yo. <laughs> the weather of, and shit, yo. <laughs> we've kind of failed on the British beverage front, though. You've both got cans of Coke. So we're not having cups of tea out here. And, and a glass of high juice. That's true. Is that British? I say I'm not sure what Tesco's. <laughs> Tesco's, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Or Sainsbury's. Or co-op. <laughs> okay. so that's the advertising segment. Well, you don't know from that. I, I might what just, you said, just said, yeah. But you don't know from that. <laughs> you might be able to tell. There might be a very specific Look, noise. Got oh, I've got a thing on my iPod. You oh, coke went everywhere. There you go. It's all right, it's all right. Have, 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 have a, a sampling of my tissue. <laughs> it's unused. <laughs> no no <laughs> Why have you got tissues as well? I, I'm He's slightly encoldened. Oh, slightly encoldened. So, to try and reduce the risk of... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be right. great. <laughs> you decide to increase the risk to 100. percent Very drunk here. <laughs> well, actually, with the advantage of being outside or something, I can quite easily run to a safe distance, blow the shit out of this nose, blow <laughs> 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 the fucking shit out of it, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then just return. Well, you will be none the wiser. Except for the fact I'm here. Except if someone asks me a question, of course, <laughs> then, then I might be in trouble. Yeah, there, there might be, be there might Mexican be, rob. There might be plenty of Mexican rob appearances. <laughs> you ask him a question about what he's been playing, suddenly runs on him. Nose explosion in the distance. <laughs> Comes back. So, yes, should we get on to computer games? That's it, that is the Apparently, topic. we need to, because there's lots of them again. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, been a busy week. Have we got any news weeks, to uh, cover? Uh, that for beta is coming like next week, but apart from it's only going to be like a week before the actual game comes out, so it's not really a beta, it's a demo. <laughs> Are you going to join that demo, beta? Depends. I'm not sure what the process of doing so is, like, you know, whether they require some kind of inputs. What is it? You, I or whether heard... I'll forget that it happens or something. <laughs> I heard you get, like, Dead Space 2 free if you pre-order on Origin. Well, too late, I already pre-ordered on game. Because fuck Origin, <laughs> even though I'm going to have to install it to play this fucking game, fuck it until the last possible moment. <laughs> That's because you want your physical warfare back. That too, I also want the stupid bonus items you oh, can what, get for buying it for a physical shot. I was about to say, what is actually in that again? I can't it's remember. It's like some a gun. shotgun, 
and a flash suppressor for a sniper rifle. Oh Do we gosh. know if you can get that gun that was your favourite in Battlefield 2, the British, like... <laughs> what, the green one? <laughs> yeah, the... the <laughs> was called. SA-80. No, it wasn't an SA-80, but it looked like it an SA-80. Like an it was like an LR, something. Yeah. yeah. Something or other. The medic gun. The, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't unlocked by default, was it? No. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't go ping when you clipped out. <laughs> no, that's true. Ching! That was only 1942, where they, where those engineers on that one specific map had it. Yeah, that stupid Pacific map. Awesome. They only had that because they copied that. I mean, I know the real gun did that, but they mainly copied that off. Um, Call of Duty, was it? Well, it was um, the first one. Or was it, it was Medal of Honor? Uh, it was Medal of Honor Allied Assault, which was actually the Call of Duty people before they split oh, off yeah. and made Call of Duty. They were called 2015, I think, at the time when they split off and made Infinity Ward, which yeah. is a much better name. <laughs> sort of. Infinity Ward's a much better name than 2015. Only because 2015 is nearly arrived, yeah. and then you'd be fucked. No, we're both we're in the past! <laughs> what does Infinity Ward mean, though? It's, it's a ward against <laughs> Infinity. <laughs> well, no, no <laughs> Infinity's here. No, it's... Either that, or Get it's away. an endless room of sick people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, infinity that... Hospital. <laughs> I'm thinking Thieve Hospital, are you? Like, must... Welcome to the Infinity Ward. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I do not want to be here. I think you'll be waiting for a long time. <laughs> Oh man, that game was cool. I suppose the NHS will have to open that at some point. Uh, uh, English. Political. Uh. <laughs> oh, there's a release date for um, the MMO. What's it? The Old Republic. It's like December. Oh yeah, where they said this year, for sure. And it is this year. As late as humanly possible. <laughs> it's like December the 10th or something. Oh, it's not that late then. Yeah. It, could, it could have been like the 31st. Getting out for Christmas. <laughs> Just about. Not I'm, that you'd buy an MMO for Christmas, I imagine. I'm vaguely considering trying that. No, you'd buy it for I've life. I've never played an MMO. It'd be interesting. That's true. You should join us in Guild Wars. Though. Yeah, we're going to be Guild Wars 2 it. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> Not that you have to pay monthly to for that, though, of course. So, it, yeah, that's it'd true. Be free. But then that'd be free <laughs> forever, free, wouldn't free. it? <laughs> I could do both because I could just buy that straight off. Like, how yeah, much would that be? Like, 30 quid? Probably on launch. Forever. Yeah, probably it, it dropped in price really quickly, didn't it? The, the, well, well, that's the because they were run. making expansions for it yeah. like, so, so soon I, I'm never Is that how they up. make money, from making you buy expansions? Pretty much. I don't, They're I actually making don't, you buy it, though. I actually oh. don't know what they were all on. Because it's like, I picked my copy up for £18. Well, they did eventually... And it's like, that's not much of an investment. They yeah. did eventually put in, like, a cash store or whatever. Like, you can expand your storage by paying money. Oh, okay. So there is small amounts of micro microtransactions, like, extra character slots or whatever. Yeah. There is some microtransactions, but not really that many. And those didn't appear until, like, the third expansion or something, so... Mm. So have you heard about this crazy store? This is slightly old news, but on Diablo 3 or whatever, where you can pay with real money and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Real money auctions. Fun times. That's bizarre. Did we it, really talk about I that? I suppose it's like legitimizing something that already happens, though, in fairness. Well, that's it's, what they say. Well, they're like, it happened the on eBay. If you yeah. broke the user agreement, you could just do it. It's just like it. how they did it in EVE with the buying game time for in-game cash. Yeah. yeah. That's just legitimate. Legitimizing what already happened. Diablo so. 3 isn't even an MMO. It's just a. Just a <laughs> well, it's multiplayer. But it's sort of an MMO, isn't it? Because you do sort of. Your you grind, do the grinding. You, you grind thing. your character still. Yeah, but that RPGs have character grinding. And you can play in multiplayer, but you don't have to. It's like Guild Wars, basically. Yeah. Apart from Guild Wars goes up to 8, or possibly more. Actually, I don't know if they've announced it over there. I think it might be 12 now. What goes up to 8? Teams in Guild Wars. Oh, right. I was about to say, it would be interesting to see if they opened up, like, given that they've added support for these ridiculous Uber fights, that the actual instances could support quite a lot of players now. Would I, be think quite I, cool. I think I heard it was 12. Rather than 6. 8. Is it 8? 
Yes. I thought it was always six. We haven't got to the you haven't got to the bit where it changes to eight. <laughs> That's uh, how far we've got through the original Guild Wars. We're not even halfway through it. But if you're in Guild Wars and you're in a party of eight or whatever, yeah. But you you can see other players, right? Not you, in the instances. Though. Oh, not in the instances. So Diablo is like just instances. Yeah, basically. If and if it's anything like the previous ones, all the dungeons are randomly generated. Yeah. But apart from the odd special, it's a bit like Torchlight in that respect, where the main the sort of grindy ones are just generated, whereas the special ones are yeah. defined. Mm. Presumably it'll take that approach again. Mm. But, yeah, for all intents and purposes, <laughs> it's Diablo. Oh, you said the right... Um... I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been burrowed into my skull. <laughs> yeah, after we took the piss out of you, so like, <laughs> I didn't mean to be read last time. <laughs> anyway, I hate <laughs> my, my English is... Or, I'm aware of that. It's not poor at all. English, according to Rob, as Noam keeps calling it. But Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's just been picky. <laughs> right. Uh, should we move on? She's to... not here, let's insult her. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be picky to, to criticise your English. Yours is fine. Plus, I sit next to it. Get it, though. Says, says completely the Boy. wrong words all the time. Like, I think she's just dyslexic, but she says... It's not dyslexic if it's speaking. I, I'm really it? sad. That's I mean, what I was wondering. They have a specific. There's another word for it, isn't there? Yeah, I need to know what that it's not is. Like dyspraxia or something, is it? Yeah, something along. Yeah, those maybe, lines. maybe that's what it is. So I had to rescue my tissue. <laughs> it's windy. <laughs> <laughs> News update: It's windy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to think of an example. But I can't think of any. So let's move on to computer games. Yeah. So uh, I can't really think what else happened. Other than that, I think it's been a fairly slow two weeks for news, really. Not been too much happening. Let's take a moment. <laughs> <think. laughs> Let's reflect. I just looked at your T-shirt and thought it said rock porn, but I was a bit disappointed when it said rock porn. Because <laughs> you would have been so enthusiastic for rock porn. Flint on Flint action. Yeah, I knew that's what you were going to think of. Right? It wasn't going to be like rock and roll. Oh, no, no, that's that's been done. <laughs> hey, yeah. Fucking rocks, <laughs> literally. <laughs> that niche is oversaturated. <laughs> oh dear. I bet that site already exists. What, what? <laughs> yes, it does. It's Rule 34, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you can think But that it. one particularly does sound like... It's yeah. probably not just rocks. It's probably like natural, you know, like trees. And and <laughs> like trees and rocks. Yeah. <laughs> In awkward-looking positions. Yeah, exactly. It's like those trees well, that Well, tree porn really does... I've seen that. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's quite infamous. But I imagine, the, I imagine the rock porn probably comes under that same... Like nature form. Wait, Apart from nature form, means something different. How does tree form? Is that work? like awesome oh, it's different. not. It's not like trees and trees. It's like trees and people. I think it's like oh, tree God. hugging. It's like hippie. Oh my word! Weirdness. That's, that's much worse. I thought it was like the trees that have those knots in them that look well, a bit that. like lady parts. There's that too. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so video games. So let's move on. Uh, Zach, what have you been playing these past couple of weeks? I've been playing so much goddamn stuff. Sort of. <laughs> so much Hooray. goddamn nothing. Well, basically. I finished Space Pirates and Zombies. Yeah. Three fucking times. <laughs> three times? I thought you said it took ages to even get to the zombies. Yeah, basically. You just played it through another it, two times because you're like, whatevs. Well, it took, <laughs> ages, it took ages for me to get to the zombies. And then well, then that was where I stopped. Like, last time I talked about it, yeah. I basically stopped just as the zombies were appearing. And as I discovered about the zombies, is that it kind of... The, the, the difficulty curve is kind of dumb. Because it's, like, quite hard at the start. Then there's a middle section where it gets actually pretty legitimately hard when when the enemies have like bigger ships than you or whatever, and you need to shoot enough of those to steal their blueprints so you can build the bigger yeah. ships. Yeah, balanced but hard. That's like the hardest bit. And then when when you get to the zombies, it gets incredibly easy again because oh. the zombies basically, unless it's a zombified ship, 
the zombie ships that, that that appear zombie ships, they don't have any shields. So and you get like a weapon that just goes straight through them, and it just like it go it, it hits. And if even on on like human ships, it ignores armor, so it hit, directly hits their hull. So you just rip the rip everything apart once you unlock that. Oh, okay. So the zombies actually a pretty easy part of the game. So I went through that, and then I finished it. And then I looked at the achievements, and it was like, oh, I've only got four achievements to go. I can probably get all of them. So I was just like, well, I guess I'll just play this again. Because you have to, it has the classic achievements of, like, S-rank, do it on normal, do it on the hard, do it on insanity. Oh, yeah, except for it's a bastard. Yeah, it? so I went and did it on insanity. And then it turns out that you need to do it in all difficulty ways, because it doesn't give you the one for hard, motherfuckers. Oh, that's lame. Bastards. That is really irritating. But luckily I found a cheap trick when I, when I started Insanity, it, it's obviously like, you know, the, the amount of damage you take is just super ramped up, so you die really quickly. Mm. But I found a cheap trick, so I was just like, eee, jiff it! Because it's like, basically, you could, you have a mine layer attachment, where you drop like, you drop like a, it's like this central thing that produces the mines, and they just spread out into a field. And then if that gets destroyed, the minefield disappears or whatever. And it's meant to be cloaked, but <laughs> because of the AI being not that great, as soon as you drop it, every AI on the map can see it, and they all just charge straight towards it! <laughs> okay. And it's not so much that the mines do very much damage, it's just that while they're doing that, they're concentrated so much on shooting the mine layer that you can just kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> So I was just like, well, I guess I could just jip this. I noticed you refrained from calling the game Spaz this time. <laughs> well. Just like whilst making it sound more like one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it, I didn't need to say that again. I no, gave it its full time. covered that. Uh, <laughs> Space pirates and, and zombies. zombies. So yeah, I ground, grinded, grinded my way through that twice more. <laughs> grounded, grinded. It wasn't so bad. Once you realise like what specific like weapons and items you need and what upgrades to take... You can do critical path it a bit more, so you don't have to do quite so much grinding. Mm. So yeah. I did it. I did manage to S rank that, get all the achievements. So when do you get that ridiculous weapon? Just as soon as you meet the zombies? No, you can get it slightly before that. It's in like the inner ring of systems because once you get past the outer ring of star systems, Tatooine and all that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you go in there and then you get that ridiculous weapon. Yeah, and you also get some other. Just before that, you get two other weapons. Where there's one which drains enemies' capacitors, so you can steal their energy and keep your energy up. And then there's one which basically, it's like the iron emitter, where it destroys shields. But then after it's taking shields down, it just basically totally disables the ships. Okay. And you get this one ship hull that just has eight turrets. So you just put a shit ton of those on it, and you just. You don't actually do any damage. You just use your ship to basically shut down all the enemies and then wait for your other pansy ships to pick them off. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, so that was the, that's really the way to get past all those enemies. Cool. Just totally shut them down so they can't even move. And it's just like, I guess you're no threat now. <laughs> so I pansied my way through it. Mm. Got the S rank. And then that was the end of that. Thank God. That actually took a ridiculously long time. It was like 77 hours or something. Yeah. I played that in total. Oh my god. That's, that's, <laughs> that's like twice as much as Deus Ex. It was <laughs> twice as much as I've played Red Dead. But much like, yeah, but much like Deus Ex, it was like, I probably could have done it a lot quicker. It's like once yeah. I realised the tricks. Yeah. You are you, you going to try and get some of those stupid achievements, like the Hounds oh, one? Fuck that. On <laughs> Deus Ex. I might not even ever play that game again. I might do. I, I well, you really the... don't like it that much. Well, it's like, it, Let's talk Deus Ex. It's like, as, as, I said, as I said about Deus Ex last time, it's like, if I wanted to get more achievements, there's obviously the achievement for doing it in the harder difficulties, yeah. but then that just makes it more difficult to get the, like, don't get swatted achievement or whatever. 
But does it? I mean, does it make you harder, easier to spot in on? Well, it probably doesn't make you just... easier to spot, but it makes it easier to cock up. <laughs> it's like you can't get away with. I'm not sure, and especially for things like. Well, it just makes the bosses hard as well, so it's a lot more hassle. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a lot more hassle. I don't know. It's like if I was going to do hard mode, I'd probably want to try a gun run to see if it was more, if it was legitimately possible just to gun it. I think you more. should do it just because for journalism standards, <laughs> just to prove the theory. Yeah, we need to prove. Uh, I think it's. It's not like you don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can play other shit. Exactly. So what else? We'll get on to Dare's next one in my section. Yeah, so exactly. Go on. Not so, that I have that much. So. Also, like, last week, I can't remember whether it had uh, had actually happened. I think we mentioned it in the last podcast, that, that like, the Minecraft Adventure update was meant to have come out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then eventually it did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, apparently it has come out. So I went and downloaded that and started fucking around with it. And the first thing that happened was it crashed all the time. <laughs> it was already <laughs> pretty bad time. beforehand. And I was like, well, shit. And then I ran, ran, the, my, ran the adventure update and was playing it. It was, like, it was crashing like every 30 minutes or something. I was like, well, this is clearly fucked. <laughs> Don't program your indie game in Java. Well, it's like, as it turned out. Good, good, good knowledge. It's that. like, as it turns out, it was like, uh, the solution was basically turn the draw distance down off infinite to as far as it goes it's not infinite right. where it, you know you get fog or whatever to, so you, you can't see that there isn't any landscape out there but it's like I shouldn't really have to turn the draw distance down on fucking Minecraft well, I have the draw distance <laughs> I, I, I've hopped into Minecraft once so far I haven't played it yet yeah. but the draw distance was not that long I don't know why well it's okay for like I mean when there's no fog you can see like a long way yeah maybe there was fog when I was playing or something Yes. I don't think so. It's just a starting area. I mean, <laughs> well, have random weather when you when you spawn the world. I guess so. Hmm. It, can, it could theoretically be raining or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so I went into that. And well, it just, well, there are certain things like even the Skylands videos. Not that they, but they went infinite draw distance. Really. There was well, no stuff, <laughs> stuff popped in, and it's like oh, but for for the type of level that. But that, that was is, Skylands. That's. that's there's yeah, a lot no, of open space. I was about to say, for the type of level that is, the draw distance is a problem, because stuff just sort of appears in the middle of nowhere, bits of it, and you're like, oh, what's that? Should we go investigate? Well, we don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But you don't notice it so much. I mean, if you're on, if you're on like, a mountain or whatever, and you look down, because then you can see further, you probably notice it. Yeah. So it crashed a lot, and then I was like, well, I have to turn the draw distance down. And then it didn't crash again, and I was like, well, that's dumb. And every time it crashed, it was like, out of memory error, and it was like... What are you talking about, Java? I have like eight gigs of fucking RAM here, <laughs> and you're using like one. It might be thirty-two bit limit. Well, yeah, you can you can put in like a command line setting on the launcher mm. to limit it to one gig of memory, and it's still out of memory. <laughs> so it's not just that it runs out of memory; it tries to get more memory, and it can't. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So if it out of memory errors would ruin you allowing it just one gig, surely that error should occur more often if it's a. Out yeah, of you'd memory think. And you're running it with less. You'd think, but it doesn't. Yeah, it's probably a bullshit error. <laughs> yeah, it's not out of memory. It's bad memory writing or something, probably. Oh, access violations. Yeah, so it just. It's managed, isn't it, Java? I thought it was the point. You can still fuck Java up right, in the same way that you can fuck .NET up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know how it could be possible that that, that could be a problem with Minecraft. I mean, anyway. it is loading a lot of data, like all the individual blocks and whatever. Yeah. They should have it so that. Like uh, certain, di- no, I don't know if this is even technically possible, John, but I'm just thinking at a certain distance, you just turn them into massive voxels, like, like in Delta Force, and then just go on forever. You know what? That doesn't sound like a bad idea. 
Don't stop rendering them polygonally yeah. as blocks and just start voxelizing them. Because you could do hybrid polygons. The thing is, is, they might start looking... Yeah, the Minecraft universe, that might work. Past a certain distance, they just become like a um, low-res texture almost, if you see what I mean. Like, <laughs> so it keeps that retro feel. <laughs> it does be weird. But the adventure update itself is like... Not done. <laughs> this is only well, no, half of it. They, they've already sort of let slip that 1.9 is... <laughs> the other half is, of the event is, update. Is, ...is about to come out soon as well, or something. In there's, theory. Because they weren't supposed to talk about it or something, but it's like, oh, even Mojang has, has leaked 1.9 <laughs> or something. Oh, yeah. But they leaked 1.8 before it even came out, and then yeah, everyone yeah, was playing it. For, like, a weekend, didn't they? Mm, yeah. Not long, but still. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting... There's like the new landscape is it generation. Mojang, or Mojang. I haven't decided. They're Swedish. So it could be pronounced something. Could J could be an H for all we know. <laughs> Mojang. <laughs> but yeah, the new landscape generation code is kind of nice. Money. It's like the <laughs> it's like the the biomes are a bit larger, so you don't get lo- like lots of little bits of biome all over the place. Anymore, yeah? And there's like new bits of interesting terrain, like ravines and ab- abandoned mines and stuff. That sounds really cool. It's sort of, it's cool, except they it's the classic thing of, like, the power of random to make things actually fuck up. It's like, you get these abandoned mine shafts where it's like this, basically it's a 3 by 3 corridor with, like, you know, wooden support face or whatever. Yeah, so like a proper So mine. it looks like mine. And, like, occasionally, like, bits of Minecraft, minecart track, so you can steal those, and it's like, sweet, free yeah. minecart, free minecart track, which is nice. You just pick them up and use them. Yeah. they're ready assembled by whoever... Use the mine. Yeah, exactly. And like, obviously, there's like chests and shit in there, so you can get free stuff yeah. out of chests. But the trouble is that due to the power of random, occasionally you'll get like, like a nice three by three mine shaft, and it's all fine. But then you'll get like three by three mine shafts where like another one intersects it like one block up, so it like uh, takes off the top of the roof, and then the bottom of that other tunnel doesn't exist. And it's like, god damn it, can you not just space this out a bit more? Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. have to not. Not build in the same place. Yeah, if they if they, if they if the code was a bit more specific, it's like random is well and good, but you make it too random, <laughs> and you just get shit where it's just like here's a jumble of blocks. There must be a parameter in there that they could just adjust for that. Yeah, it could be like a mine shaft that's collapsed on itself. Yeah, but it's not. It's like two separate mine shafts <laughs> that have been dug really retardedly. <laughs> <laughs> competing company, <laughs> like red versus blue. It's okay when a mine shaft goes into a ravine, that makes sense. Apart from the fact that, of course, it just continues on the other side of the ravine. <laughs> like, somehow we got across there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should, or obviously, there should be bridges. It, it should have terrain generation code where it's like where a mine shaft intersects a ravine. It should make a bridge. Yeah. That'd be sweet. But yeah. need more people to work on it. And I haven't seen the other type of new terrain, which is for, it's called a stronghold, which is some kind of dungeon or something. I say dungeon, and it's just like, here's a lot of empty rooms. <laughs> and mobs spawn in there, do they? Well, presumably, because it would be dark. Yeah. And that's all that you need for mob spawning. Yeah. And the new stupid Enderman mob is sort of dumb. The Heaven Enderman. And annoying. <laughs> it's mainly dumb because you think it's go- you think it's actually quite dangerous, and it is kind of quite dangerous when you actually fight one, because they teleport around all the time. Yeah. And when they move into attack you, they always teleport behind you, which is really annoying. What is it they move... When you look at them, they... When you look at them, they stop, and then That's when you right. look away, they start yeah. teleporting. So they're like the, um, the statues in that Blink, or whatever. Oh, like, from, Doctor from Doctor Who. Yeah, basically. The, um... That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's not, though. <laughs> in Minecraft, it's really annoying. I only fought one once, and it's really dumb, because 
I didn't think it was going to be like this, but they're a nighttime mob, so they just burn in the daylight like zombies, which makes them incredibly, you know, it's like if you're sleeping in a bed to avoid the night, you never see them, so. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> skip that again more new content that you don't see if you're using the systems that they've implemented and then when and then their stupid block moving capability where they can actually pick up a block and move it around naturally that instantly pissed off everyone who builds anything in Minecraft because it's like oh fucking end of it dismantling my goddamn <laughs> buildings <laughs> what is that worse than a creeper blowing up and well, it's because creepers are only triggered by players, so if you're paying attention. But whereas Endermen, they just do it all the time during the night. Oh, right, okay. So if they're there, they're moving shit around, which just fucks up your buildings. But it also annoyingly fucks up the natural landscape as well, which I find really irritating. Maybe it's a sort of an OCD thing, but where it's like, you're walking through a forest and there's just like one block out of the middle of a tree has been placed somewhere, somewhere else. <laughs> it's like, motherfuckers, now I'm going to have to cut down that entire tree because that just looks like retardedness. These random vandals just appear during the night and just move shit. Like. It's like, they should be able to move the middle bits of trees, at least. Because <laughs> that's really dumb. Can they tell between... Is the, do you think there's a flag that shows that a block has been moved by humans so they can tell what's part of the building and what's just part of the landscape? Well, the people have been saying that they want that, but I don't know if they can. I mean, it's, it would probably make sense for things like the cobblestone and stuff that is normally, like, the normal sort of building materials, but you can build stuff out of dirt if you want. I mean, <laughs> build stuff out of filth. <laughs> but they could... T- yeah, exactly. you could filthy, filthy house. You could still tell, you know, in the code that a block had been moved by a human and then say well this is just dirt but Maybe. it's technically part of something <laughs> Maybe, I don't know <laughs> I don't know how possible that is and, yeah. and it's, yeah, I mean you don't always move stuff if you want to build That's true You can build like if you're building like natural, naturalistic buildings and stuff Yeah Like just digging into the side of a cliff or something Yeah And then they'd be invulnerable to any of them Well then they'd decide if it was natural they, they wouldn't be able to tell if it was just made out of blocks that you had that were there naturally and you just hadn't removed them, then you'd be fucked. <laughs> and then the the other thing in like the adventure update is now you have to eat food and you can sprint and you have regenerating health. Which <laughs> is that, kind of funny. That all sounds good. Halo crap. It's okay. The food is... I, the one thing that I really like about the food is the, the eating animation. Because you have you have it in your hand, like, the, the traditional whenever you're holding anything in Minecraft, it's just sort of yeah, stuck, yeah. sticky up at the side of the screen. And then when you eat it, you get, you bring it in front of, to the middle of the screen, and, and then loads of particles come off, and it goes... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually kind of cool. Does it play an awesome cool. sound effect? No, unfortunately no sound effect. So it's not like... Oh, no, 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 no. See, I don't understand, going back to Deus Ex briefly, I don't understand why they didn't have a heavy sandwich-style animation for the Cyber Boost Energy Bars. Or any of the food or the That would have been really annoying, though, because you need to use those, like, instantly, really. That's nom, true, nom, nom. but still, it's just a missed opportunity for comedy. <laughs> there could have been another one of those pauses the game cutscenes, though, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 if I shoot you, suddenly the game world pauses on. Ian Mars yeah, with with a dramatic spinning Matrix style camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Nah, that guy's cool. <laughs> anyway, so that was Minecraft. Minecraft, I guess. I don't think I really did. Ever. I mean, I built some shit. And I was starting to try and work out how the fuck to like use redstone wire and stuff because I've never done it before. Oh, Stephen's the expert. You should ask him. He knows. You should see that bloody um, uh, ramp that you built. Oh, yeah, the pistons. Too. It's fucking insane. <laughs> I wanted to use pistons, but the trouble with pistons is that they're really you can't really use them that easily because you need no. In order to make sticky pistons, you need like slime balls, and slimes only spawn incredibly rarely. Right. 
So it, those kind of are virtually impossible to get. Them. Yeah. So if right. you're, I mean, if it's in creative mode or whatever, you yeah. just get or hack the infantry and put in as many as you want. But yeah. to actually legitimately get them is a pain in the ass. Mm. And then, do they have any much use, like legitimately, in a normal game? Well, I mean, normal pistons, not really. It's like the sticky pistons are the ones that are actually useful. Because if you want to, like, if when when you push a block with a normal piston, it pushes it and then it just leaves it there when the piston oh, withdraws, uh, which is why back. you need the sticky piston. You need to be able to grab that block and pull it back. So right. Hang on, I mean, maybe I'm missing something here. My mind is sort of going, so what is actually the fundamental difference between adventure mode and just normal mode? There's no, it's not there adventure mode. It's just an update. It's an adventure update. Oh, I see. Just which, is their, which is their branding for, like, we've put interesting things in the world for okay. you to see now, rather yeah. than just being landscape. So are there these villages there with no inhabitants? There's so. supposed to be, but I haven't seen one of them yet oh, either. Okay. And the fact that there's no one there also makes it kind of pointless. Yeah, pointless yeah. for the time being. But Lots like of building materials to steal. Well, yeah, it's true. Kind of dumb. Although, to be honest, I got enough shit out of the mine shafts because when I found one of those, my they abandoned mine shafts. It was like, wow, I can get so much goddamn coal and iron because it's just all in the walls. <laughs> it's like mining, apart from without, without having to ship for all that useless rock. Because <laughs> you've already got a nice you've already got a tunnel. Well, so they added things like proper bro spawning, yeah. Or, you know, so if you're playing a multiplayer game, you don't have to... You can set your spawn, spawn point your by base. sleeping in a bed. Uh, okay. I was wondering if they were going to do, like, you know, uh, bro spawning, so you actually spawn near your Well, they have that teammates. teleport command for the admins, don't they? Yeah, I know, but it's a bit... Shit, <laughs> isn't it to have to type a command to get back to the action? Well, ideally, you don't die, so. <laughs> oh, ideally, yeah. <laughs> Just avoid dying. So that was Minecraft, I guess. And then there was another game. That happened. Yeah, and hasn't happened sufficiently. It's the same problem. I the thing I it's the thing that is always ridiculous to me about Minecraft at the moment is like this 1.8 update came out for the, the first half of the adventure update, and then there's going to be this 1.9 update that'll be the other half of it, and then the fucking game is meant to be finished in November when it comes out on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> like this is clearly not done. No. <laughs> I don't know how what the fuck they're doing with Microsoft. But it's like. Microsoft... Don't they have that cert process? Yeah, they're in the middle of it. It's like Microsoft must. Did Microsoft know what they were fucking buying? Well, yeah, <laughs> but there's not. that uh, there's that indie game that is basically a complete and utter rip off of Minecraft. That's a sale on um, yeah, but the it's... the Xbox. I was trying to think of the acronym for it, but whatever the indie, the indie for yeah. Xbly, let's call it that for now. <laughs> um, where which is actually doing insanely well for itself, and it's like we better hurry up. This, this, dude, <laughs> this dude's stealing a funder. Yeah. Not as complicated as Minecraft, obviously. No, it's, 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 it, it is it's a simple a one, version, but it's, like it's, it's a version nonetheless. It's like, did, what is Microsoft's plan? With I mean, obviously... The, Are they publishing it, then? Uh, other than it being on so. Xbox Live? Yeah. I don't okay. know. I don't know. Hmm. It's like, what is... Um, the Actually, whole to be like, fair, Mojang could probably yeah, publish it themselves yeah. with, with digital distribution <laughs> like that. Money. Yeah. But the whole idea of, like... Minecraft was like even after it was released it was going to be updated or whatever yeah and Microsoft always has problems with that shit yeah <laughs> wish they could fix that maybe they will for the next well, maybe maybe this isn't the one that they're going to do it where they're going to say now we can we, now we've made a system that this can actually work with we're testing it out on this shitty game so it don't matter <laughs> <laughs> we shall see <laughs> we shall see but yeah that just seems really dumb it's like 11th of November or something there hasn't been any updates for Dwarf Fortress for ages. No, it's been a while. Are they working? He must be sitting in that room, wherever it is, yeah. just working on some shit. He's been working on, like, <laughs> the whole undead thing for ages. Like, all zombifying and 
and wear everything, of course, because it's Dwarf Fortress. Wear everything. So you can have you can have you can have wear any animal you want. I've turned into a wear guinea pig. Fuck. <laughs> there was someone on the train talking about wear bees. <laughs> that would only be cool if, like, when you turned into the wear form, you turned into lots of bees. Wear bunny. Like a cloud of bees. Yeah, like a cloud of bees. Not just one giant fucking bee. <laughs> yeah. well, that's pretty sweet. I don't know. Well, vampires turn into, like, more, do they turn into well, more that than depends, one bat? that depends on your... Multiple bats. That depends on what fiction you're going off, I guess. That, that's true. Some they don't they use turn that into one, one very often, do they, these days? In, all the, in, all, in all the modern... <laughs> what is <vampire>? fiction? <laughs> yeah, in reality, yeah, yeah, yeah. they <laughs> do turn into lots of bats, you're right. Yeah, but in, 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 in Twilight, they don't, do they? Or in Twilight, they don't have vampires at all, so whatever. Oh, yeah. they, don't, they don't have bat powers. Or what, what, True Blood, they don't turn into bats... What other vampires? In Buffy the Vampire Slayer, they didn't turn into bats. In fact, bats generally <laughs> gets dumped as like the first thing. Well, yeah, it's like the cool one of the coolest things about vampires is they can turn into bats and fly away, and yet they don't use that. And predict betting results. It seems monster, monster. <laughs> Do you not remember that fast show sketch? <laughs> <laughs> we turn up into the rooms and go, 10 to 1 at Chepstone. Monster, monster. <laughs> I heard the fast show's coming back. What? Yeah. I think it already had once, but it was shit. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. Remakes like that always it, fail. No, mm. I don't think it came back properly, did they? Did well, Shooting like Stars remake didn't fail. No, it's awesome. I don't like that much. It's, oh, I just want to have a win. No, he's shit. Oh, no, like, nothing like can beat George Dawes, so basically they were they were fucked from the start. Uh, Angelos is awesome. No, he's not. They, like they had George Dawes and Angelos for a while, didn't they? Yeah. So, yeah, because yeah. George. 1942, <laughs> I invented the shoe. 1942. Yes. <laughs> See, that was still good. That was great. Yeah. So, so anyway. I do like the Angelos variety showcase you've got to like, though. Uh, sort of. Put cream down your pants, do a dance, and pull out some cheese. <laughs> that was that was rather predictable. <laughs> I know, but it's still awesome. Or they put a dog in a, a dog in a kennel, pour some bleach in the top of the kennel, get a light coloured dog out the other end. <laughs> 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 it's just the, the bizarreness. It was and I, more... I like his rig. <laughs> How it dances. The pistons. Yeah. <laughs> control your rig, Angelos. Control. <laughs> So then the third game yep. that also I played, I just randomly purchased that Blocks that Matter game. Now, what is that? It's a weird puzzle platformer. Sounds right up your street. Yeah, exactly. Shit in my drink. Of course there is. It's We're outside. outside. <laughs> it's like bugs and shit. Of course there is. We're outside. Oh, outside sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was playing this Blocks that Matter game, which is this weird puzzle platformer where the mechanic is basically... You have you have, you have your like platforming element, and you can like pick up blocks out of pick the world. Pick up parts. Pick up parts. <laughs> you can, you anyway. can pick up these blocks <laughs> out of the world, and then you can only you, you can you can put them back into the world to like build platforms and stuff. But you can only put them down. Kind style, sort of, sort of. boxes or but, Minecraft. But you can only, Terraria. Well, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot like Minecraft, really, or Terraria. Too. Yeah, Terraria. You can only put them back into the world in groups of four in Tetra shapes. <laughs> okay. So you have to make Literally Tetra shapes. the Tetra shapes. Well, because it's groups of four, so I guess uh, <laughs> automatically the Tetra shapes. Yeah, okay. So you, ha- you can only put them back in in groups of four, and then there's, like, the different... Ki- you have. It's basically similar to Minecraft in the way that, like, 
rock rock blocks and like wood blocks and stuff stay where they are and then sand blocks fall with gravity or whatever in the minecraft physics style and it also has the other element of tetris where if you have eight or more blocks in a row horizontally you could destroy them (laughs) oh cool so it's like this weird puzzling game where you have to navigate through the environments What's it called again? Blocks that matter. Blocks that matter. Ah. And if you find the hidden chest in the level, you un- unlock one of the blocks that matter, which is like just a little picture that shows a game that had blocks in it. It's like, here's the block that represents Tetris. Here's the block that represents Minecraft. It's a creeper head. <laughs> oh, cool. So it's, it's an indie game with all these references. Well, yeah, the whole, story, the whole story of the game is basically a reference. Where, like, the intro movie is like... Here we are in Sweden, the home of the indie games, and here's these two guys. <laughs> it's Why with a beard? <laughs> well, it's like here's these two guys. One of them is called Alexi, and one of them is called Marcus, and they they look very suspiciously like these two guys you might have heard of. You know, like the guy who made Minecraft, and the guy who made Tetris. <laughs> All right, um, and then they get kidnapped, and then their tiny robot has to go rescue them. <laughs> Did they put in all these references just so that, like, Notch would put the link on his... Probably. (laughs) And then people would buy it. Probably. (laughs) That's cool. We should use that for promotion of our archive. We need some reference to Notch or something. We talk about Minecraft quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Here's our Minecraft page with all our Minecraft clips. That's true. That could work. Yeah, I think we've already whole Minecraft cast. Yeah, a lot of them. Quite a few. And and all the YouTube YouTube channels. What's that? Those those guys that Stephen likes. Or they, um... Yeah. The uh, Yorkscast. Let's just do a yeah, Minecraft podcast that's actually just actually about crafting mines in real life. You know? <laughs> just to confuse people. So landmines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's an underground mine in which we, in which we recover landmines. In the words of my friend Nick, landmines are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is a band. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I played that game basically all the way through. It's not very long. I didn't, and then I, it's like go back and get the chests that I missed, and then do it in, do, style the levels by bringing as many blocks with you as you can to the exit. Mm-hmm. You know, being efficient or whatever. So yeah, it's a weird platforming puzzle game. And it's got a level creator, as you would imagine. Oh, cool. And apart from all the other, all the all those references to games that have blocks in them, where it has the things. Also, one of the musics has the same melody as one of the musics from Viva Viva And there's, Viva, a, block, Viva. there's a block that represents that in the game as well, so... That was another reference. It's like sweet. That is the right five, number of bees. No, it's got six. six. Oh, but I'm not going to say bbbbb every time. Why not? You said five of them. You're saving yourself about fifteen percent of the efficiency of your speech by limiting the final v. Also, it sounds better to go bbbbbb. Just do what everyone else says and go. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that any longer. Though, no, so we can do whatever. No. So, and was that it? I'm sure there was the one that there was. You've done like two space pirates. Oh no, Minecraft. Three. Yeah, um, Minecraft yeah. was the other. But then, I mean, there was the other sort of general shit. Team Fortress. And <laughs> What's going on in TF2? People oh, are still shit. Those goddamn what, the dudes. <laughs> I, I do seem to have been bumping into more free to play. The number of times where it's just like I've, I've been holding up an entire team. Yeah, it's like I'm playing scout and I'm top of the table by like twenty points. Motherfuckers! <laughs> this still happen this... on your Hampshire heavy set. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've said this before. It's, just... it's a worrying trend if I'm top of the table. <laughs> it's, it's like that's not right. Where are all the good players gone? They just just can't get on or something. Well, the they do seem to empty quite regularly. I think we may have just been playing it 
awkward times where the <laughs> well, I mean, playing like Saturday night. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, that's, that's supposed to be like peak time, I guess. Maybe people just have given up on it now. Yeah. Maybe they finally had enough. I just never have enough. Team two. <laughs> no, it's probably, <laughs> probably just the heavy server. To be fair, the heavy well, yeah, the heavy servers were had, did have that big lagging spike they, issue they for did, ages well, that sort of driven everyone off. To a bit. Yeah, it's not so bad, but they still have it. Do you think Battlefield Three will be a bit of a death knell for the time being? Mm, <laughs> it's a different, know, different game. Yeah, it's a different kind. Well, I know, of style but of play. I bet people will flip, will flip for a bit, or like, or play mostly that for a bit, including us, probably. I'm hoping the new Counter Strike doesn't live. You know, actually, doesn't <laughs> oh, right. live. You don't want that to draw people. Right. Away. No, I just don't, I don't want think it, it to exist. To be honest, why? Like, you know, okay, you're not gonna play it. No, I'm, I'm not. But it's like. It's it's crap. Well, I I think it's going to be crap, so people won't like it anyway. We used to play Counter Strike and like it, and I never liked it as much as the other stuff on offer, though. It was like a reluctant majority choice. (laughs) What other stuff did we play at that time when we were playing Counter Strike Source? Nine Four Two mainly. Yeah, but Nine Four Two was already old. We were all Twenty Forty Two by Source. I didn't play Source though. We used to play CS One Point Six at at the yeah, but me and you played Source though. When it was yeah, Steam. That was pre TF2, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, it was before TF2. But it was definitely it was definitely 2142. I think it was, I think we might. I can't remember whether that was before or after. I can't remember what time we played two. <laughs> we uh, did play two quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, but Battlefield Two was during my second year of uni. Yeah, I used to play so. UT two thousand four. We did play Battlefield well, we played, Two that we, much because we it didn't work on your lot. fucking computer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I suppose the other thing we played quite a bit of was Quake 3 at those times. Not online, no. No, not, not online, but LDI. Yeah. Well, yeah. We did quite a bit of Quake 3. Yeah. That, that wasn't Team during Marina. the uni times, though. That was... Yeah. No, that was pretty. <laughs> anyway, nostalgia for our... <laughs> for our shooting games. <laughs> for our shooting times. Bangity bang. But yeah, Team Fortress 2 is still kind of dumb. I do like on the plus side when when you're when when you're if you can avoid being annoyed by the fact that it's almost always a total walkover for one team. Yeah, it can be just fun to completely decimate people if you're <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I still love playing like Force of Nature and the Sandman Scout just to totally ruin people. Where it's like you're stunned and now you're going to chuck your car up against the wall. <laughs> it's like last night when the server was emptying and there was only like six on six, and their team basically had like. Two heavies and a medic, and our team had some other stuff, but they were, and I was just like constantly going up against the heavies and the medics, and it's really dumb where it's as like, as a scout. Yeah, as a scout, <laughs> I'd stun the heavy, run up and force the team. The medic would just be healing him constantly, expecting the heavy to take me out, and then I'd kill the heavy while he was still being healed with like four force nature shots, and it'd just be like, that really should work, and apparently it does. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and the medic's like, what the? F- yeah, exactly. <laughs> run away! <laughs> So yeah, can't run faster than the scout though. But you cannot. Uh, I I don't know why it is that I seem to be really good at that. Just bouncing people around with the force of nature and stunning them at the right time. I don't know how I got good at that. Do it's the same as Huntsman. Some... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got good at that, but apparently, yeah. Did you do you knock people off the scenery with the force of nature? Do not very often. Use it against, up against walls. Yeah. Or just to knock them back, really. Mm. It's like pyros, you can easily... Because you can... It's like when they run towards you, just before they get into flame rage, you can knock them back a bit, so you can have enough time to reload and take another shot before they actually start flaming you. Does that have that much range, then, for the Enough. 
It's like it's like, it knocks them back just slightly, and then you're running backwards to keep that range. Oh, I see. Well, you'd run faster. So well, yeah, you run faster anyway, so you can keep them at the range. Pyros are faster than. Uh, but the the, the, the idea is you have to you have to get close enough to get to for you to do more damage, but then you don't want to catch the flames, so you're like trying to run up and hit them as close as you can be, so you get as much damage as you can, but it also knocks them back slightly, yeah. so you don't catch the flames. But yeah, knocking people off against walls is clearly the way to go. Or just knocking people out of the way of other stuff. Like spies, when they're about to backstab someone, you just shove them out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Although normally with spies, it's, I normally get them with the stuns. Where it's like, that guy's running suspiciously directly towards the back of that heavy. Dog! <laughs> just as he's about to stab him. <laughs> that is awesome when that happens. <laughs> it's just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so that was Sea Fortress 2. Because like, the last few times we've played, I've taken the playing a bit more scout <coughs> as well, going through a phase where it's... Like, <laughs> well, it's because there's lots of noobs all... around, so it's easy. Yeah, I seem to be doing alright at it. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't get been... my scout skill up for one. It's like, I should be playing, like, Spy or something in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. actually trying to learn it, to play Spy for You know what, that's true. We should probably just go all-out Spy attack against the noobs. There aren't any scouts in the competitive loadout, are there? Or... Yeah, two. Oh. On 6v6, two scouts. Oh, right. What is it? Two scouts, two soldiers, a medic, and a demo. And a demo. Oh, right, so I don't even allow heavies or. Well, they switch out snipers. the heavies, engineers, or snipers when they need them for certain situations. It's not like they're disallowed. They're just not seizable. You so, even rarely see the actual spies in competitive, hmm. which seems <laughs> incredibly difficult. I suppose in six-picks, <laughs> that's a bit of a challenge, but. Maybe it's been a nightmare being a, trying still to be a spy on a I still love the, just the idea of Highlander, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah. Force one of each class, it's great. It's a good idea in theory, but getting nine people to be together <laughs> at the same time, as we discovered in my Highlander experiment. Oh, and also I got the medal for that at last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I finally updated the infantry to actually create that medal, so I have my participation medal from that from like six months ago or something. Yeah, more than that. But that's not going to replace my Space Game medal. Because <laughs> you fucking love Space Game. And no one else will ever have this. Or they will, but... I'm the only person who's going to win. It's like when I came onto that server and ate that fish cake. And everyone was like, what the fuck is that? Fish cake <laughs> <Yeah>. pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't it's pretend the multiple... Uh, no, there's the only medals. one MISC slot. That's well, they're the talking about yeah, they kept saying that. they wanted to put two MISC slots on, but... Yeah that ever happened. Well, I heard that was in the there's a screenshot from a beta version that shows that in the loadout screen like multiple slots. It just sounds like it's going to be a pain in the ass for them though because it's like medals yeah. all attached to the same spot so yeah, if you yeah. had you'd have to like have miss slots that define what type of thing is being or attached left as well or as... right misc or something. Yeah I don't know. Yeah it's probably going to be a pain in the ass for them to get that to work with everything. Then again considering how what like shoddy work they've done with some of their unlocks up to this point. <laughs> yeah. Like the Deus Ex glasses on the demo and that just clip through the eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All that kind of traditional laziness. Why didn't they just make it so you can use it for the demo, man? I mean... Why didn't they just make it so he only has one of them? It comes the other eye. That would have been sweet. <laughs> I mean, really, they could have just made it just for the heavy or something. I mean... If they wanted all the classes to be able to do it because then that's the one thing that actually looks cooler. If that's it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I actually got a drop of one of the Deus Ex weapons. Oh, yeah? The engineer gun thing. Yeah, I got the engineer shotgun just out of a random drop. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's weird. They, I guess they're already in the drop table yeah, then. Yeah, they, they, they were from the start. What, even as soon as it came out? Yeah. yeah. 
Weird. Like they immediately ended up in the drop table and the crafting list. Well, the crafting list makes sense. Yeah. But I didn't know they were in drops. And I've got too many crates. Yeah, I've got too many crates. <laughs> and apart from that... Everyone's got too many crates. Fuck crates. I finally remembered to cancel my e-subscription. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> which, only, which only expires in, like, November. Why are you cancelling it? <laughs> because I'm barely playing it at the moment. Oh, right. Okay. So I can't. For something and also to... because of the ridiculousness of <laughs> Monocle Gate. <laughs> No. <laughs> Monocle Gate, is that what it's being called? Yeah, naturally. It's still, there's still Threadnoughts about it. Yeah, it's still being a big fat retard. It's like they really haven't said enough yet. And like the one, they after they did their meeting and they said they were going to release the minutes or whatever, apparently yeah. they. What with the, the, what was that? They had a cool name, this Council of. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the Council of Southern Imagine. That's the one. <laughs> they were going to have this, they were going to release the minutes, but apparently there was a big disagreement about that, about the tone of the minutes. The oh. tone of the minutes. Where it's like, we don't want this... Uh, where it's too bassy. <laughs> so it's like... Monocles. It's like, there shouldn't be tone in minutes. It no. should just be a record of what, what was said. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the whole point of fucking minutes. Oh, so yeah. whoever was writing the minutes was doing it in a sort of, like, sarcastic <laughs> manner. And then this dude said some shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that caused a whole other bunch of arguments, and then so it's like the minutes for that emergency meeting finally turned up after like three months after it happened, which didn't really please anyone. And it was like, oh look, nothing is fucking happening. With you haven't made good on any of your promises. Although I had seen in one of the most recent devlogs that you released a screenshot that shows shit spinning. Fuck! It's like they might actually spin. <laughs> spinning. Fuck! They might actually be doing what they, what everyone was, what they sort of said they weren't going you mean to in do. The that everyone want, yeah, that everyone uh, wanted. Where it's like they might actually be putting it in, so there's a button to push to disembark from your ship to go into walking mode. Yeah, which they basically said they wouldn't do, but now apparently they might be. Well, backtrack mm. away. Do it. Yeah, it's like thank God this might actually be good again. I can no longer look at this pointless door picture because <laughs> I've got the stupid shitty car station bit turned off. <laughs> Massive door. It's just, yeah, it's just a Click picture. to go through. No, it's not even... It's just a bitmap. Alright, okay. Probably. Or a JPEG. You need to find that file and change it for a backdrop. Yeah, if someone was actually saying paper. that in, in the forums, it's like, do you know if I could like open up some file somewhere and then change that? But it's like, no, nah, it's sort of built into one of their custom zip files or whatever. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh. <laughs> I can just have whatever picture I want back there. That'd be much cooler. Then you'd probably have to buy those. <laughs> That's true. For like seventy dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you mean, like the backgrounds for Xbox Live? Except it'll probably just be a, it'll probably just be a background of a monocle. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be great. So yeah, I cancel my subscription to that, and then that expires. My actual subscription goes until like November sometime. By which point they'll probably be talking about the winter expected, which will suddenly get me more enthusiastic about even it'll be like fuck. <laughs> and you'll just have to resubscribe. Although on the plus side, I do have like two billion isk in my account at the moment, so I can probably afford to pay with it, pay some subscription time with isk again. <laughs> two billion. I was fucking rich. That was quite <laughs> hilarious on the uh, on the bombcast where Vinny was asking whether he could trade his isk for planets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Canadian>. Exactly. <laughs> Oh man, Trackmania—that just seems like a ripoff. Do you think? Yeah, twenty-five quid for the it's canyon for yeah. just a part of it when you got the full game before for that money, really. Yeah, and you don't know how many parts there are going to be to this one, or whether they'll even be that different. Or and also, it's 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 running the risk of market se- of player base segregation, which is a big problem for practically any game that attempts a sort of slow rollout or DLC and model. servers. Yeah, it's a big problem for servers if you're going to have. 
you have to have like Canyon Limited Service or whatever. It's like I had that problem, like in trepidation of the upcoming Gears of War three, which is no longer upcoming because it's out. <laughs> right. And um, I played a bit of Gears of War two, and uh, multiplayer. Yeah, I, I, I thought oh, I'll give this a go. I haven't. I hadn't. I realised I hadn't actually played Horde mode at all. Whatever. Horde mode. Yeah. Yeah. No, never. All, all we played is like the uh, Left for Dead. Uh, Horde mode thing on Left 4 Dead 1. Didn't that have a yes. Horde mode? Yeah, it did. When they put it in afterwards. I don't think oh, we had to one. just hold yeah. out. We only played that like mode. once though. The survival mode. <laughs> it was epic though. Because <laughs> yeah. it's really hard. I used to remember. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I tried that for a bit. And the um, it, yeah, they've done how not to do DLC in my eyes. Like certain playlists you can't get on anymore because you have to have the DLC to, ah, to do sucks. it. And so you select... Oh, I don't want to really play ranked. I just want to go into the social playlist and try Horde out. And it's like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> Fuck. So, um, but if you go into ranked list, then it's okay. So you can still do it. But at the same time, it's just a bit, what? You, you've decided to make the entire unranked playlist for DLC players only. Admittedly, all the add-on packs for Gears of War 2 are now super cheap. You can get the whole lot for 800 points, which is a bit of a bargain, really. But not going to do it. No. Gears of War 3. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. Problem solved. <laughs> So I guess we should talk about that, because I'm done. You I think I covered every goddamn game that I've played. Cool, yeah. Well then, Gears of War 3, Rob's been yeah, playing. Let's do that. I've, I, I, in fairness, I'm going to keep this talk fairly brief about Gears of War 3, because I've had... Don't keep it too brief. We don't, <laughs> I haven't got that much to say. Well, no, all right. Uh, mainly because I've only played, like, a couple of hours worth of it, to be fair. It's like, it wouldn't be good of me, journalistically, yeah, yeah. to go off on an epic spiel about how fair just enough. how awesome it is. For like, when it could end in, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> You've got well, that, you've got that feeling, though. It's, it's taken me two hours to get most of the way through the first act, which isn't a bad sort of idea of, you know, scale of time, really. Is it difficult, though? Did I'm, you die I'm, a lot? I'm playing it on insane mode, and I've died... Not much, actually. Reason being, they changed the, the mechanics quite a lot. Ah. Um, well, I say quite a lot. The, it, it's definitely gameplay. Gears of War, but there are certain mechanics that have changed that make a really big difference. For instance, you don't die immediately anymore. Yeah. Like the multiplayer, you get downed right. in single player. And then it's your teammates can come and revive you, and you have a bleed-out period, or you can get exploded or executed by the Locust or Lambent. Right. Um, that are about and it's like so actually death is not the end in this it's like it's more forgiving by quite a large margin um but i'm playing it in um was it the hardcore difficulty rather than normal mode um after the reports that apparently normal mode plays itself yeah Yeah. because the game is now designed for four player co-op most of your time is spent with four players um you know, so there's three AI compatriots All right, so who are actually w- good. It's not. It doesn't ah. suffer from Call of Duty effect where your teammates are shit yeah. and have absolutely no bearing on what's going on in the world. These guys are actually, you know, they yeah. they, they they play a role, which is nice because it means and it That's gives cool. you rudimentary attack this guy control as well. So you can sort of actually say, right, <laughs> you guys, I'm getting fucked over here. You attack that bastard How and take some heat off me. Um, you aim at them and click the stick Sweet. because click is very. That's nice. Unused in like years, so it's um, click actually just ha- now has a use, which is great. That's nice, um, and that works well. Um, yeah, but it does mean I've survived more than I probably should have. In <laughs> so I can do something retarded and just get downed, and it's like save me. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool. But you still get exploded by explosives pretty much instantly. You don't really get downed by explosives. You just sort of and the, your main pilot enemy gets. are the Lambent, and don't they just explode when yeah, you so kill f- them? So, so far, I've not actually really, other than the prologue, which is amazing. And it's like, even the prologue's great, which is like ridiculous. Cool. Um, yeah, your your main enemy at the start of 
during Act One is the Lambent, which have taken over. If you're not aware of the story, blah 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 blah. Yeah, the 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 supposed end of Gears of War Two sort of I didn't ended. Play to the end of Two. Well, they 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 did what they were going out to do and sank Jacinto, which I don't think is a secret anymore. That they uh, so the entire the last human stronghold is gone, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the, you end it by exploding a <laughs> lambent brumac, which is just retarded in fairness, but it's quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and then yeah, the, in the two years that have passed since that game, the lambent are now your main enemy, who basically just seem to be complete bastards. It's like unlike the locust that sort of had a plan, these guys just go out and kill shit. That's what they do. That's that's the as far as we know anyway. I suppose they may be intelligent, but we doubt it because it's all done by the emotion. The so stupid what's the difference paint, between like the, fuel? Yeah, between that's the, really obvious, the lambent. Yeah. Sorry, uh, lambents I, explode. That's basically all you need to know. They they die really easily. They can mutate into weird ass shit. Didn't and the original game have lambent wretches? Yes, what? they did. And are they the lamp? Are they the lambent? No, the lambent is now. Yeah, the lambent wretches are technically the lambent, but they were uh, only the start. Oh, I the see. Thing. They were like the first known. Lambent creatures. But you didn't now you have can any much... other kind of lambent locusts in the first game. No, I don't think game. you did. Well, um, second game you did eventually. In the second game, you got yeah. some lambent drones and grenadiers and things. But in the uh, in, in this, the lambent in an entire race. From Act to, to put this in perspective, in Act Two of Gears of War Two, you come across that leviathan thing that tries to eat thing. up your raft. And you have yeah. to get inside its grill and shoot it in its face <laughs> and all that kind of rubbish. Is that but the giant? Was, um, that was the thing. Worm, that, worm, <laughs> worm thing that bites your boat, and you have to make it open its mouth, climb into its mouth, yeah. so it closes around you, so you can shoot its shit things. And we had such like, trouble. We were having oh, we were right. having a fun time trying to throw grenades in there. Yeah, that was a bit. <laughs> that's tough, in the first game. That was right? funny. Second. Game. Uh, no, I think that's the second game. Oh. I think that's halfway through Act Two. In the... I can't remember how you end up on that boat. I might be all the way. No, sorry, no, you might be right. I think I that think might it be was the, first the first game. game. That wasn't the first game. Yeah, that yeah, was the second game. Well, you were in a boat, and you were after the train, after the underground train rail system no, thing. No, yeah, it must have been the same Or airships game, or whatever the fuck those were. Yeah, the, the, the um, barges. So what about the giant one that you like have whole levels inside? Oh, yeah, that, that was the Gears of War 2 thing. We yeah, don't know. I know. I don't, I don't know about that yet. Okay. Um, but basically, to put that, well, the way I was going with that, that was an end of Act 2 boss. Right. You fight a Lambent version of that halfway through Act 1. Right. It's like, this is how much they've scaled everything up. Every right. fight is now, the Lambent makes fighting a bit different from the previous games because they fight in number. Because they're easier to take down and more explosive and shit, and filled with yellow goop, which goes everywhere, which is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> it just makes the fights at the start of the game they feel a lot more intense than previous ones because there's just more going on, and it's like mm, the game looks better and somehow keeps up with it. And it's just I like, really wow, like how the you idea, the <laughs> idea of the whole rebalancing of the difficulty. Because I jumped into Gears of War One the other day just, to, and I, I, I think I chose hard. I don't know if I chose normal or hardcore, but anyway, I was surprised at how hard it is in immediately. Mm. Like, not not that because I've made it all the way through to the end on hardcore on on gear, so I must yeah. have been able to do it at some point. But I was like, okay, this is level one. I was like, oh yeah, I remember. It's a a, a, a locust dude takes a whole clip. Yeah, as I was saying in the lead up to playing Gears of War 3 I went back to 2 and yeah. finished off my hardcore camera because I, I realised I hadn't actually finished Gears of War 2 in hardcore mode it's like I love this game why haven't I played it more That's, so I played it a bit more and finished it in hardcore and it's like yeah you're right it's like taking down a locust takes most of your clip and it's like in, and in, it's, in, uh, in, even in Halo I mean they have shields and stuff but you can kill people with one headshot and if you're lucky if you're lucky but, yeah, you, but there are some weapons where you still have to unload your entire clip 
it. Well, I suppose it's the same balance, isn't it? The sniper yeah. rifle, you can take out most locusts in a single shot. That's true. If it's yeah. well placed, but it will take an entire assault rifle or lancer clip to. They just get rid seemed of them. really soaky in in gears, and yeah, but in the, in the, in, in, in the that, same way, they? they're also more reactive. It's like certain enemies in Halo. Don't get me wrong; are quite reactive when you shoot them. Like the grunts, they'll go ow. Yeah. <laughs> or the to a lesser extent, the uh, jackals will sort of flinch. Um, the eights fucking didn't. They were hard. But yeah, <laughs> that's because they're hardcore. <laughs> yeah, they're they're proper. They're like they have shields. <laughs> well, that too. But the locusts, at least, have always had a bit of a reactive property, haven't you? Like you shoot them in the legs while they're running towards you, and they'll stumble a bit, and they'll yeah. up, and there's sort of like, or shooting them will force them to immediately change their cover and things like that. There's always been a reactive property to pretty much every enemy in the game. Which is even when shooting them forces them to jump over their cover and more into your fire. <laughs> yeah, that did happen a lot in the first two games. <laughs> it did. Yeah, I haven't seen that too much in this one. So then far. they come around and flank you quite annoyingly. Yeah, they, um, they're they're annoyingly clever in places. Not if you just stand there waiting for them with your chainsaw up, but <laughs> then it's just like I saw you coming. Ha! That's true. But yes, uh, I as I say, I don't want to spiel on too much about it. Uh, the first, the thing that struck yes. me was that the the. You know, immediately the graphics are improved, and I didn't think that would be much of a a selling point. You know, I mean, but, we're getting to the end of the generation. Now. Yeah, I didn't think there'd be much left they could do to to get the gears feel, but somehow they've pulled it off. There's, it's subtle the changes, like, but it's 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 nice. It's like the way light um, lands on the characters, for instance, is much nicer, much smoother. The way shadows move across Marcus as you're walking around, for yeah. instance, is. It's just lovely, and it's still got and it's still got that nice frame rate and the blur effect when you. Turn. Oh, the blur effect! Yeah, that's a very good point. Actually, the I mean, blur that was effect good in the first somehow game. is even better. You know how like early gen Xbox games, the way the blur effect looked, it sort of looked a bit stepped. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have that. Mm. It's like it's it's perfectly smooth, and it's like somehow that makes a world of difference to some of the ter- some of the action sequences because it just looks better. The smoke effects are better. The way things explode somehow is better. It's like everything about everything about the book uh, about the look. Is subtly better. Yeah, it's not a, like mind-blowing change, but everything is subtly better. And like they're saying on Jump Bomb, it's not all underground in the dark anymore. No, it's, it's quite, it's quite, there, it's quite colourful actually. Yeah, which is cool. I like that. It was always a bit brown out. Uh, well, it was. It, was it wasn't a, quite quake, but it was. <laughs> well, no, it was, it was almost the poster child for next-gen games, though, wasn't it? Oh uh, like, yeah, like brown and bloom, <laughs> that and dirt. The original dirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you say it's the best-looking game on the Xbox? Then? I was thinking about it. Is it better looking it's, than uh, Uncharted 2? Not that that's on the Xbox. <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> can it can it beat the best looking game on a PS3? You know what, there, there, there are certain, there are certain effects that are still a bit ropey in places. Like, weirdly, when shadows of the, the uh, part of the character themselves get cast on certain parts of them, it still looks a bit pixely and close up. Yeah, yeah. You know, in classic sort of yeah. standard shadowing technique classic, thing. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because the engine lo- does make, you know, quite, in the cutscenes, make quite good use of close-ups. So it becomes painfully obvious that the shadow text still isn't quite there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you know what, it's a good contender. I'm, I'm sort of, a bit of me is saying it's quite, I'm quite reluctant to say it is. Well, what, what would you say was close? I don't know. From the early shots of Forza 4, just look yeah. incredible, to be honest. Yeah. They're, they're just stunningly real, really. I actually think Assassin's Creed Revelations looks pretty nice. I, mean, I don't know. Not sure. From the shots, I don't think. You know, from, if I looked at a screenshot, I'd think... Oh, I saw some video of the city and markets and stuff look quite nice. Anyway. Yeah, it's a contender. Uh, yeah, and plus you get to play as Cole. <laughs> in the first act sweet 
Oh, and there's a character that sounds an awful... I need to check this out, whoever it is, but um, there's an Australian lady who's in your squad at one point who sounds a lot like Fang from Final Fantasy Thirteen. so I wonder if it's the same person. Maybe I'm just generalising Australian. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> it's like the only Australian woman you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> in my life. <laughs> we'll just pretend the Minogues don't exist. Because <laughs> you listen to Carly Minogue all oh, yeah, the time. All the time. <laughs> I'm so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Smells like burning. It does smell like burning. We're, We're gonna outside, die. Outside <laughs> to remind you. <laughs> In case you didn't hear that lawnmower a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Should, even notice. Children playing. You were talking. A, yeah. Okay. Lawnmower. Should have brought my sunglasses. It's kind of bright. Well, it isn't conveniently angled directly at us. From yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm, I'm angled away. Yeah. So, as soon as it goes behind, I'll be cold. <laughs> <laughs> Still look quite well yet, by the looks of it. <laughs> So yeah, Gears 3, more to, more to come. I will uh, Sweet. get onto that, especially when I investigate Herd Nerd and, <laughs> Herd uh, nerd. and, and the potential co-op opportunities if Zach will actually play it this time. I'll play it. It's just like, didn't want to replay the old ones. Well, we never finished Gears 2 in <laughs> yeah, well, That was really that. annoying. Difficult. Yeah. It wasn't that hard. Yeah, well, we, we were only doing it in hardcore mode, and I've done that on my own. <laughs> it wasn't like General Ram from the first game, which was friggin' difficult. I do remember doing General Ram quite a few times. It's, it's insane. You just run from one end to the other and yeah. just shoot him over and over. The annoying thing about that is it's, it's so improportionately difficult <laughs> compared to the rest of the game. It's really stupid. Yeah, and it's a shit boss as well. Yeah, lame. Admittedly, the end of Gears 2 isn't much better. You know, it's just Hammer of Dawn, a Lambent Brumac. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's lame. <laughs> and then basically just, you just point and shoot, and then it ends. So, but yeah, Gears Three. Um, I've got two other big guns really that I, I need to get out. Cool, big guns because the one of them is incredibly relevant and recent. It has big guns. Well, no, it doesn't really have big guns. Is oh. it? But, <laughs> what are you uh, doing? It's irrelevant. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, Rise of Nightmares. <laughs> I okay. played. What the hell's that? Because that's Connect. a big gun. Well, it's recent. As bet as good for us. We don't really do recent that often. Nope. Um, so yeah, I played Rise of Nightmares, which is Sega's new. Um, attempt at bringing back the shit horror genre. Um, shit ha- horror genre. <laughs> well, oh, I see. Like the House, House of the Dead, dead shit. Horror what about genre. that House of the Dead they did for Wii with all the swearing? That was hilarious. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> What's that called? Uh, Overkill. Yeah. House of the Dead Overkill. Which is getting a which is getting a PS3 re-release. Oh, sweet for Move, uh, which is uh, with extra content and all kinds of shit. And doesn't that doesn't that still hold the record for like the most f bombs in a game don't. script? Probably, even narrowly beating GTA Four. Really? Yeah. Jeez, there's a lot in GTA Four. It's just the volume of, of swearing, I think. In, in and it has to be in the script, right, right. as opposed to incidental sound. Was yeah. the, the way the record's based. Fair enough. And and the protagonist, the black protagonist, at least like lollipops. I remember that much. But there's a random scene where they just like they just kill a load of zombies and they're having a bit of a fight and he's just like, "Can I have a lollipop?" <laughs> <laughs> That's how awesome that game is. Um, yeah, but so it's basically Sega trying to revisit. But the, the the reason I say shit horror is because it it's not like they haven't gone down the same route as Overkill and by making it just over the top ridiculous. Some I think they've wanted to do that with Ryzen, but it just hasn't worked. It ends up coming off as dumb as like. Um, the House of the Dead 2 bad acting kind of level and it's like he's an expert of the Genome Project (laughs) (laughs) that kind of stuff oh no it's an enemy (laughs) grab her at all Um, I mean the game practically starts if you take control of a French person who gets killed (laughs) just just to set the tone (laughs) 
<laughs> but it's like, what the fuck? Let's get the fuck out of here. With terrible accents. It's, it's crazy. But yeah, it was basically their attempt at making sort of like melee combat version of House of the Dead for Connect. Um, melee? So you like chopping away with your arms or something? <laughs> yeah, basically. The game was played by uh, you pick stuff up by holding your hand out and picking it up, and then you swing it about if it's an iron bar. If it's a knife, you can swing <laughs> it. If it's an iron bar? Well, no, it depends. About. The action's are all different depending on the weapons you have, naturally. So you have iron bars and you swing and hit stuff in the face with. You have, like, daggers, which you can do stabbing actions if you want, if you want precise precision strikes, basically, on certain parts of enemies. Um, you get all kinds of other swinging Stabbing like. And to be honest, a lot of the weapons are kind of the same, but in different variants. So there's machetes and ice saws and... I don't think there's a baseball bat. That seems a bit of a wasted opportunity. <laughs> I want there to be a baseball bat. A crowbar. <laughs> I'm not sure there was even a crowbar. Oh, Norman Freeman fail. Disappointing. But no one does that there. There's a vase. You could hit people with a vase that didn't break for some reason. Down in Deus Ex, wasn't sure. No melee. Anyway. Fortunately, there's tons of weapons everywhere, so you can pretty much have your pick and choose at a lot of moments of the game on what you prefer to use and what type of actions you don't mind doing. Um... But they all break at some point, which is good that there's lots of them, because after a while they break, and you're like, oh, I need something else. Oh, what am I going to do? Because punching is the most ineffective thing ever. It's like you have to sit there for, like, 20 minutes punching this one zombie. Going, oh, get the fuck off me. As <laughs> I say, it, the controls are intriguing, actually, outside of the fairly obvious sort of combat mechanics. So on Rails, um, then, or something? No, this is the weird thing. Um, I think, it, to a certain extent, I think the game might have been better if more of it was on Rails. Right. Because the control scheme can be a bit awkward and it is painfully slow to make up for the awkwardness. Right. So you don't move very fast. The way you move is you stand in front of Connect and it thinks you're moving forward when you put when you take from your starting position, take a step forward. So while you're in that one step forward, I see. You're moving forward. And then to turn, because it gives you the freedom of turning as well, you have to twist your torso. <laughs> okay. Uh, sort of yeah so it's a bit weird and it doesn't always get it right um, which is a bit of a shame um, especially because the walking backwards control is from your starting position take a step backwards which sometimes it gets confused and just thinks because the pose if you think about it about it's which leg is forward and back is kind of the same but because it, it, it tracks it from your starting position it sometimes gets that wrong and thinks you're going forwards which is really annoying if you're trying to back away from something that's about to explode <laughs> it's like I've just kicked this glowing zombie in the chest oh shit that glowing zombie is glowing quite a lot more I might want to get out of this scenario run towards <laughs> <laughs> like give me some of your glowing goodness <laughs> yeah so it's, it's a bit awkward in that but to go into combat mode is fairly fairly uh, easy you see a zombie you want to kill, you put up your dukes, and then it goes into focus mode, which means that the game is now doesn't let you turn, and it's like, right, I'm focused okay. on this bad boy. He's going down. Uh, yeah, It tries to mix it up as well with the combat, like certain enemies have weak spots, so you have to hit them from a certain angle and things. Um, although zombies aren't really zombies in this. They're not like the undead. They are reanimated by mechanical means, so they all have like clockwork parts and shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Who's putting these clockwork parts into people? Some evil doer in the mansion. (laughs) 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 Who, for some reason, kills a lot of people right in front of you just for kicks. You know, there's like, there's a dude at the start who's just lying on a table, and there's like, there's this, you know, the classic ceiling of spikes fashion just comes towards him. He's like, kill me, kill me! And then he's like, oh no! There's like, no, wait, what? What What did you say? (laughs) And then it just, but it doesn't just sort of go, it's not like very slowly goes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
And it's like when you walk into a room only to see a trip ride go off and then you electrocute a dude in front of you and it's like, my man. And you don't really care. It's the weird thing. You're just an average guy who's like an accountant or something. And you're like, don't care. Don't care about all this death. I just want my wife back, which is... Because <laughs> accountants don't care about yeah. like, normal people. They're just people they know. <laughs> anyway, it, the story was okay until like about half... And you, you know, halfway through the game, you then start to go, is this all you've got, really? It's like the mechanics don't really seem to go very what far. So the story pulls out a typical Japanese what the fuck at this point and starts making no sense whatsoever. <laughs> it's like up to that point, there's a sort of like trail of what's going on. But then it just goes, well, for instance, uh, uh, um, all right, spoiler territory, if you're really interested in playing this. <laughs> Which you might not, shouldn't really be. Not, not, it's a rental, seriously. Yeah. Uh, um, not, not a purchase. Um, but yeah, if you, if you do decide that about... But there's one point basically where you get captured by a guy that you saved by putting his head off, taking his head off a dog and putting it on his actual body. Um, what? <laughs> of course. You mean oh, a dog had it in its mouth or something? No, 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 no. The it, dog, the head, the, the, the dog, dog had the head of the butler, basically, <laughs> who then backstabs you to save his master naturally, um, and feeds you this weird parasite thing, which then puts you into the body of what was the big bad guy who was walking around who, who your only defense was to not make him see you <laughs> up to this point. So you just become that guy. And it's like, oh, okay, this is a bit cooler. Slightly different mechanics. Okay. Um, you have, like, chains on your hands which you can whip around and hit people with, which is different. So the game takes a different tack there. But then it's like, in order to regain your normal body for some reason, because, you know, your normal body is okay for some reason with someone else in it because this parasite yeah. did something... <laughs> Like swap minds or something bizarre. Okay, you have to enter the dream world, which happens when this like fortune teller gives you some drugs and shit, and then you enter the dream world and kill the bad guy in the dream world, which gives you your body back for some reason. Yeah, none of that is explained. It's just what <laughs> happens, and then you enter another dream world with floating islands to face to face that guy's wife, who turns out to be the end boss. <laughs> <laughs> with faces coming out of her a giant mushroom thing underneath her blouse. <laughs> it's, it's utterly bizarre. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's, that's all the explanation you get for the story at that point. It's like, right. <laughs> oh, and there's some talk about the babe. The, your, your wife is pregnant, but you don't know that at the start of the game. And then it turns out that they think it's something to, like, there's some life force in it that they keep referring to as Ojivungo or something. <laughs> and, and again, that's not explained either. It's like, we must save the Ojivungo! <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, what? What the hell is this? <laughs> it's, it's the rise of a nightmare. So, I basically played through the entire game in five and a half hours in a single evening. There is very little replay value, because there are there is a harder difficulty level, but I'm like, fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've discovered the most awesome thing in the game, which is bone shears, because it's basically just do a shears action and everything dies. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is crazy entertaining for some reason. Um, and a survival sort of mode, which is like insanity difficulty, but in like really quick, endless spawning scenarios, you have to try and just make it, make your way through the the zombies to the a certain point. And it's basically just re They're not even special areas. They're just rehashes of the story areas. And it's like, for replay value, not good. The problem I have with it is that, like a lot of Kinect games at the moment, just doesn't justify full price. Not by a long shot. If it was a budget title, like, at half the price, potentially. So did you buy this full price? No, I, I had it on loan from, right. from someone I work with. I didn't buy this. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to be tainted with its <laughs> nightmare. Now you have achievements. Yeah, now I, I do have achievements. <laughs> 
Actually, my one playthrough, annoyingly, only got me like 350 points worth of achievements, and I don't know what the shit the others are, most of them. It's like, damn. So I'm stuck with like another one of those games that I can't, <laughs> or don't want to get many more achievements for, so it pushes my average down. Yep. But, but yeah, it was worth playing. Just it's, it's strangely a good implementation of Kinect controls, but the game itself just isn't polished enough to warrant it. The graphics are crap, but they run at 30 frames per second, and... And it should run at 60 for that kind of fidelity. The acting is terrible. There's a British person who plays a psychiatrist, obviously. Who's, who's on, <laughs> of course. Who's like a bayonetta like sexy chick. <laughs> it's like. Right. Which makes no sense. Bayonetta's kind of supposed to be British. Yeah. Sort of. In a kind of strange way. <laughs> There's French people going to a rave, you know. <laughs> and German dudes. Uh, and. You know, it plays every cliche in the book, really. Sort of soldiers that have no point in the story at all, just to look remorseful at the start. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just filled with nothing, which is bizarre. So yeah, play it if you're intrigued. Do not keep it. <laughs> Sorry, Sega, you can do better. No, they can't. <laughs> well, House of the Dead was fun, at least. This, this sort of wears thin. That was only fun because it was a gun ago. game. Yeah. House of the Dead is still fun. <laughs> and you can laugh at most of the script rather than this, you're just like, what? This is just shit. You know, it's not even funny shit. It's not like Garth Marenghi. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, Blood. so there's my Blood. review of Rise of Nightmares. A bit sick. Shows potential. They could do another one, maybe, if they sort of, like, expanded the mechanics a bit. It's not going to be a supposed big gun, then. Child of Eden. Oh yeah, For actually a big gun. Oh, Literally oh, oh, a big gun. You, you, you are a big gun, <laughs> or as a smaller gun. <laughs> yeah, play is a big gun. So I haven't played too much of this. I played a couple of hours worth again on loan. You're ready to talk about this, and yeah, I'm. Pro- uh, you know, I will. I will buy it eventually. <laughs> this, so there's, there's my sort of like after two hours of the game, I will own it. Mm. I, I know that much of it. Um, it's great. It is res. Mm-hmm. By no argument, it is exactly res. Um, Man, I like res. But it, it, uh, I'm struggling to find the words of what I want to say for it. There's something just beautiful about that game. It's amazing to look at, and the sound is fantastic. I mean, uh, the way it descri- uh, the, I try and describe the sound is it's more. There's less of a tone, a tune almost, if you know what I mean, yeah. to the music, which I'm not sure I like so much. You know, it's harder to get the... Uh, most of the soundtrack, I don't think I could listen quite so easily on its own as you can the Res soundtrack. Yeah. But at the same time, you have more of an impact on the sound. That's cool. So if that in, wasn't as much as it seemed in Res. No, I mean, it, it's more in Q fashion, like more of the bad guys make more and varied sounds. Yeah. Um, and now, because you have two weapons, you have two options of sound as well. Ah. So your, your tracer often makes more sort of little hits, like an extra hi hat layer to the track or something. Whereas your main guns do like the synth stabs that they used to in Res, and um, so there's a sort of extra layer. And some of them, um, they've changed the mechanics slightly. So you have to use the tracer, like in Panzer, to shoot down bullets. Certain enemies can only be weakened by the tracer before you finish them off with uh, with your main gun. Yeah, um, and things like that, which all adds to the experience and uh, sort of like there's a bit of mechanics that there, there are some oddities in that you can look around more than you could in because you're now in the character. You need to look around more because your field of vision is slightly less. Less, yeah, because it was third person in res, which is a bit irritating because some bullets can come in slightly off camera. And although there are HUD elements to sort of say that there may be bullets in this general direction, yeah, go, go look that way. It can sometimes be a bit awkward using Connect at least to. 
try and push the camera in the direction of where stuff is coming and then get your tracer out to, to kill need them. need like an eye tracking situation going on or something. Perhaps, yeah. It's, so the looking is a bit awkward, but let's say the game looks like... The entire first level is basically a tribute to Res, so it, it borrows a lot of the themes. Like the end boss of that level borrows from the level one and level three bosses from Res. The, the, best res boss, <coughs> the best Res boss is the running man. That's the coolest one. Oh, that comes back at the later level. Cool. Actually. Um, which are there. And they're only part of that level. They're not the boss, which is great. <laughs> the levels are much longer. Um, uh, a single level will take you, on average, about 12 minutes. That's really cool. So they're, okay. they're, they're quite nice experiences. Quite so the whole nice. game is a lot is a bit longer than it was before. It's a before. full game. Yeah. Well, not that Res wasn't a full no, game. No, it's still short. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get to that. It's yeah. still short. Very short. Okay. But the levels at least are longer on their own. Yeah. Um, I'll say the first level is just a throw. You've got enemies that look a bit like the ones from Res. There's patterns in the background and stuff that look a bit like the areas from Res, um, which is nice. So that sets the tone. Um, and then it goes off and it sort of like goes more towards its sort of evolution concept. So it takes like the idea that Res had about Area 5 in the game where it sort of goes yeah. through the evolution of species and stuff, but this um, Child of Eden splits those up into levels. Right. So the second level is like microbes and underwater stuff, whereas on the third level you then burst out of the water and start taking on birds and shit. And the fourth level is like human progression. And ah. like that. So suddenly the entire game takes a very different theme shift yeah. and goes all mechanical and stuff. And it's cool. like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. It's like it's it constantly surprising, and, yeah. which is which is really cool. Some of the stuff in Act Four is fantastic, like in terms of the visuals and what they've done. I'm trying not to spoil it because you do have to see it for yourself and be part of it. Uh, which I suppose leads me to, I haven't played through the entire game because I'm kind of saving yeah. the ending for myself for when I own it and I'll do the whole lot again. Yeah. Um, so what I will talk about is the controls. Okay. Which, and everything that has been said about Connect making the game better, I can sort of agree. It, the, the, there's two very different games depending on the control scheme. When you're playing with Connect, some of the actual mechanics are a bit harder because of your hand actions not being as precise as a controller but at the same time it's you do get more immersed you sort of zone out from what's going on around you somehow and just become in it and it's like you're not done until you finish the level it's a uh, it's strangely cool <laughs> but it's, you're it's not like, done until you finish the level but that is a classic bit... footballing football manager <laughs> quote that is <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to play football without the ball. It's all about scoring goals. <laughs> I mean, you do sort of switch off. You're not like trying to think of things that make us swim faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the reason, the point I want to make the contrast of that is you get the controller out and you're back on the sofa, and you're not. I don't know. There's something different. You feel after playing with, especially after you've just played with Connect and your arms got tired. For instance, you sit back down, pick up a controller, and you go. I'm not nearly as connected to this yeah. as I was just a second <laughs> <Connected>. ago. Connected. <laughs> Pun. Accidental. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's a very different game with the controller. Not that I'm saying it's any worse with the controller. Yeah. It's, it's, fun with the controller. it's still fun because it's a different game. You can do more with the controller and it almost makes the game harder, I more. think. In the sense that it's easier to aim at the things you want, right. and you don't have to use different because you don't have to use a different hand for each weapon. It's quicker to switch buttons and stuff, so you don't have to 
your reaction times are a lot faster. Yeah. Things like that. And, you know, because it's not connect, and you can turn and no lag. With and the stick. Yeah. And but because there's no lag or connect, you're just generally better, yeah. you know, at it. Which is why the game even incorporates separate scoreboards. So oh, the connect cool. and controller experiences are segregated. Cool. Um, That's really because good. they're different things. And it's with very little difference, really. It's, um, <laughs> it's like two games using the same content. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like buying the same game on two very different bits of hardware. Mm. But you get them both. <laughs> yeah. But the game isn't very long. <coughs> the game's not very long. No. As far as I can tell, there's only five stages, and fuck all in terms of extras. At least that the game is revealed to me. There's a lot of replay in the where... sense that every time you play a level, you can choose a reward which appears in the menu and does stuff that you can interact with in the in the menu screen, which is kind of nice. But yeah, it's a little. I have there are a few complaints, and that yeah, it, it seems incredibly short, and it also doesn't make a big deal at the end of the level. It's like you face a bad bad guy, and when you killed it, it sort of just everything just sort of peters out rather than the sort of hooray. Yeah, because you used to get the, that running at the end of Res. Yeah, it was and, quite cool. Yeah, you got that nice sequence. And here, the, the, you just sort of, everything, the music sort of peters out into some sort of like tone, <laughs> ominous tone <laughs> or something. And, and the stats just sort of fade on the screen. You go, oh, that's the end. It's not really a, a big enough hurrah, I think, the end of the levels. Right. Which is a bit of a shame. You know, you don't feel like I've achieved that. <laughs> to a degree, it's it's weird. It's sort of the for all the rest of the game's immersive feeling to then just suddenly go. That's it. Oh, I'm all right. Because <laughs> res levels just build constantly to the end. Yeah, they and just, the and the ending is always a dramatic sort of explosion <laughs> of awesome. Yeah, yeah. Which that you know they could have done that. There's no reason why they couldn't have done that because yeah. these bosses still sort of exploded a bit or do something. But some of them, even the bosses, some of them just sort of like don't change. There's the end of Act Two after you fought the space whale. <laughs> as like a space, space phoenix, which looks cool. Don't get me wrong. It has like particle effects of smaller flying birds that are everywhere, and um, and it looks really nice. But the end of the level is just like, well, the bird's still there. It's just not got red dots on it anymore. <laughs> you know, nothing happens. It's like that's a bit disappointing. Mm. And it's a. Uh... Also, I don't, I, I'm not convinced by the Lumi thing. All oh, right, the <laughs> you know first what? person born in space or something. Well, no, I don't care. The story's fine. But yeah. it's the over-reliance on her, I think. Because there are certain bits where she just looks wrong. Like in the menu screens, for instance. She's there, in the middle of the screen, with an endless stare. <laughs> so I'm just telling you. And because it's all been filmed and stuff, she's a bitmap. Right. And the wo- or a sprite. And the world is moving around and stuff. And she's just endlessly looking at your face <laughs> in a sort of very creepy way. And it's like, I don't really... She doesn't need to stand there. <laughs> yeah. Admittedly, it's that she's an interactive element in the sense that you, when you hold your hand over her in the menus, you get like an extra vocal track to the <laughs> to the background music, which, by the way, is Heavenly Star by Genki Rockets, heavily remixed from like Lumines and stuff, naturally, because they're obsessed with that fucking song. Yep. It's a great song, admittedly, but you know. <laughs> Enough! Write some more stuff! <laughs> um, well, they've got Lumin... Lumines on... Uh, oh, yeah, what's it called? Vita. Yeah, it's got a weird name, hasn't it? Um, the new Lumines. Lumines. Lumines, Lumines, Lumines. <laughs> we call it Lumines, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. It's almost is it Lumines? It's supposed to be Lumines, isn't it? Presumably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lumines. Lumines. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like Mines of Light. Lumines. Uh, yeah, Child of Eden. Really good. You think it's the sort of thing where, like, in six months' time, you'll be in the middle of um, whatever crazy game we're playing at the time and you'll think I know I'll just play a quick 
quick bit of Child of Eden. Exactly. Uh, I missed... Because I've been waiting for Res on the X-Blar, for for an X-Blar sale, because I'm still a bit against paying seven quid for a game I already own. Yeah. Um, But I can't be asked to get the PS2 out. Yeah. It's, um... You know, I, I, I still get those pangs for like, oh, I'll just have a quick quick level on res. And it's like, yeah. oh, no, wait, I can't. And it's uh, Child of Eden, I could quite easily do that. Cool. Just, uh, I'll get I'll get up in front of it, play a, play a 12-minute level. Oh, that's handy. And because you know how long the levels are, I yeah. guess, because they hit that sort of 12-minute target, you can sort of plan your time, which is quite nice if you're a busy guy. Yeah. And it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. You only have two, 12 minutes to play a game. Yeah, I, I can fit in a level. That's fine. I suppose that's proper gaming compulsion right there, isn't it? I've got time! <laughs> I must make use of it! <laughs> that would only be really hardcore if you were playing something like Meteos or whatever. Where it's like, 30 seconds! <laughs> Snap it over and play along with them. Well, that works when you're waiting for a bus, and if you've got a portable Ooh. system, then yeah. <laughs> I do have another big butt, though. Same with Pegmore. Do you? <laughs> I do. I cannot lie. Uh, I love it. <laughs> the um, Again, even though it's great, I can't justify it as a full price title. Yeah, but isn't it cheaper than full price? No, not in this country. Oh. In America, it was released as a budget title, I believe, with a slightly lower price tag. I think here it... it's thirty-five quid standard price. Yeah, but um, how much you is can... it really? Well, no, you can find it uh, in in places for eighteen as the lowest yeah. I've seen retail, it's not so bad. which isn't so bad. No, but it's the, that's the rarity. Mm. there's only like one or two places I've seen that will do it that cheap and that's their normal price for it everywhere else is trying to flog it at max price and it's like no the game is way too short to justify that price just don't buy it at full price I'm sure it'll it's more like a live arcade game I think it Mm. might have done better Perhaps as a uh, in live arcade price range. The, the funny thing is, you can say that for every Connect game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, Gunslinger's probably going to have the same problem. Yeah. The reviews are complaining it has the same problem yeah. that it's too short to be it's an game. to be a real. Yeah, full but because title. it's on Connect, Microsoft want to put it out exactly. And it's not a bit that there aren't. I mean, the ones that even the ones that are Xbox games that are Connect are 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 shorter than the next Xbox game, like Fruit Ninja Connect. They're like yeah, well, Fruit Ninja Connect yeah. is nothing. Isn't exactly, it? That's there like, is no content. So, <laughs> that's like the first Connect um, game that's. Uh, In fairness, you do get Fruit Ninja with Gunslinger. If you buy Gunslinger, you get a free de- free download oh, pass for enough. Fruit Ninja. So you're getting an extra bit, I suppose. Yeah, and that ridiculous wavy tube ninja chronicle <laughs> man. Extra, which looks hilarious. <laughs> That's the FMV game. Yeah, uh, you have to. Even if you don't buy the game, take a quick look on Giant Bomb. That's fr- that's freaking amazing. That is. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> How much longer have we got left to Ages. talk about them? <coughs> we've got forty-five minutes left. Fuck, really? Yeah. Seems like we've been out here forever. I'm serious. Outdoors has that effect on people. <laughs> yeah. The sun has ah. been setting all this time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we've got ages. Drama. So yeah. I, let me just... Uh, you done? Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's something else I want to say. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> just thought I'd f- inform you guys before I talk about Death X, which is the only thing I've had time to play, really. You know, I did that um, thing where I, I went to BAFTA and saw Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was fun times. Yeah. Well, uh, I've booked to go and see uh, another one, and this is for Batman Arkham City. Ooh. A bit more exciting than... The Duke Duke of Forever for me, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Although Duke Duke of Forever was quite funny, <laughs> uh, especially when it red ringed right in front of me. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, and it'll be another Q and A this time with the Rocksteady guys, I guess. Uh, and um, so 
I will. That's next week. So by the time of next podcast, I'll be able to report on that. Mm. But do you guys have any good questions for? Um, <laughs> we sure did last time. Yeah, because the thing what is, what do you think of Batmaning? <laughs> <laughs> Batmaning. You know, that? Oh, I only discovered this today um, for a friend. But Batmaning is the new planking. <laughs> it's like instead of like <laughs> planking yourself on a surface, you hang by your feet off a surface. <laughs> it's, it's <all> Batman. <laughs> that must be really hard to do, like without hurting your head. Well, it's just uh, that's some of the best shots I think from the video of it. We're just like they're lined up against on, on a wall, just all hanging like four of them, just all hanging vertically <laughs> down off a wall, and it's just like what. And there's just casual people walking by. <laughs> like, what the fuck are these guys doing? They're Batmaning. They're Batmaning. <laughs> Extreme sports. Extreme Batmaning. Yeah. Because last time there was an actual <laughs> sort of prize for the for whoever had the best question. So if we can think ahead of time, <laughs> what of, they win? Uh, like an Xbox or something. Yeah. <laughs> something good. Or we'll, a PS3. Or we'll Joker and Harley Quinn get it on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's fucked up. Even my porn standards, <laughs> Joker and you know. I bet there's that rule thirty four probably applies in that. Yeah, almost yeah. certainly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's like Harley Quinn is virtually rule thirty four even before anyway, you do anything to her. That's true. You just turn up a Comic Con. I was more worried about Joker's mouth. I think it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that horrible Chelsea grin. <laughs> Mark Hamill's returns for the uh, his final Hamill's, performance. His final performance as uh, as the Joker. It's kind of exciting. <laughs> Will you come back, Mark Hamill? <laughs> so he's got to die, basically. <laughs> no, they can't. Not kill necessarily. Joker. Although he's really fucked up after the last yeah. game. Yeah. So I think that's part of the plot. <laughs> so that he's... so actually, what's going to happen is they're just going to use that as an excuse for his voice change. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Why oh, they're going to damage change? his voice box enough so he becomes. A oh, I see. So it'll be a date for an actor. No, I don't think so. I don't know what they'll do after this. Uh, they'll have to think of something else. Uh, but they're bringing in lots of. Obviously, the penguin voiced by Nolan North in oh, yeah. a Cockney accent. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I couldn't help but spot Nolan North was actually in Gears of War 2's credit. <laughs> He's playing, in a, playing a very minor role. <laughs> it's just like, what? what, what? Nolan North is in every game ever made. I know. <laughs> that is a voice acting part. That's freaking genius. I think he played like one of the Raven pilots or something. It's like a really low, sort of like incidental role. And it's like they've got like a top grade voice actor. Into... Well, he wasn't top grade then. I suppose that would have been about the time like the first Uncharted was. He is in lots of about. stuff like as minor things. Like I think he just must have an agent that just gets all the video games. I was about work. to say, yeah, it just gets maybe. Yeah, it's like I'll take any job, any price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh genius! See, did he do the voice for the enslaved character? That no, that no. was Andy Serkis. Oh, it was Andy Serkis. Yeah, he wasn't in that. Yeah, yeah, they've it's had too to... much like Uncharted <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> yeah, no, Uncharted three, exciting. Mm. I'm going to have to come over and play that at yours again because I'm not going to have a PS3. It's like next month, isn't it? Unfortunately, you could drive at that point. Hopefully, yeah. In theory. In theory. (laughs) I passed my test. (laughs) 2nd of November, they just... That should be exciting. So, yes. Games I've been playing. Deus Ex. So, you know where I'm up to. Sort of. Vaguely. So, yeah. Have you you noticed how much, incredibly, this is like the, the old Deus Ex? Like, oh look, one one of those people you were talking to the whole time is a computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spoilers. But yeah. yeah. I mean that was kind of Exactly the obvious. fucking same as Deus Ex One. Motherfuckers. Why who wasn't Deus Ex One that turned it turned Daedalus or whatever? 
Yeah, but that was fairly obvious, isn't it? Yeah, but... Oh, I suppose initially you don't know that Daedalus is a computer, do no. you? But he has a really garbled, weird voice. <laughs> well, yeah, but that could just be, like, <laughs> voice perception. masking on his... You know. That's true. And it has a picture and it looks like a bloke, doesn't it? Yeah. His avatar thing. Yeah. <laughs> because for some reason in this feature voice communication system, it still has avatars. <laughs> oh, <fuck your> vision. <laughs> yeah. The thing is that Daedalus is kind of a lot cooler than um, yeah, Eliza Kazan. Because, like, Daedalus literally is the internet. Yeah. Like, he got created and then he... But then of... again, she's like, the new... Yeah, yeah, I know, that's the <laughs> idea. But, like... Because she's, she's so, a lot so Daedalus like... Daedalus is like what Edom is in Res, then, basically. <laughs> well, Daedalus was designed to, like, uh, analyse data and stuff. And but ended up, ended up escaping into the internet and becoming... So, Bob Page created I- Icarus, right? As yeah, the The, 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 the MJ-12 evil version of... And then they merged to form Helios, right? Yeah. The, towards the end. <laughs> Something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and Icarus just it basically... Uh, trolls you all the time. He just comes <laughs> on and just says annoying things, yep. doesn't he? Uh, whereas Daedalus uh, breaks you out of that uh, MJ12 facility. I'm not even sure why he does that. He he works with <laughs> he works he with your brother, doesn't he? And then he's like, "Fuck your brother, he's lame." And, <laughs> and then merge with me. I am yeah. I am Daedalus. Oh no! By that point, he's Helios, isn't it? And Bob Page wants to merge with Helios. Yeah, but. He just wants to merge with you. Like, he's like, fuck for Paige. Yep, <laughs> he's lame. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, she's supposed to be like the news, I suppose. It kind of makes sense. I mean, it was kind of cool. I mean, that boss fight, um, just to say, so second boss fight, uh, I, 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 my plan worked perfectly. I totally typhooned the shit out of that boss in like two <laughs> minutes flat. I didn't have to I'm do sorry, any fighting. It just died. It was like, really easy. <laughs> I'm not, I, the weird thing about it was that I went and read and some people were talking about bosses in their sex, as they do constantly, yeah. about how shit they are and all that. Yeah. It's like, that, like people were saying that that second boss was meant to be really hard. That there was, she does some kind of attack which electrifies the floor and the because the floor is all watery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I noticed that it was all. I was like, why is there water in this computer? Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's, she's meant to do some kind of attack that electrifies the floor and it does super large amounts of damage. I never saw that. I never saw that, and I can't remember whether that was just because I had the dermal upgrade that makes you invincible to electricity at that oh, did point, you? Probably. or whether I just, or whether I just killed her quick enough that it never happened, or something went wrong and she never triggered it. It's like that boss was the easiest. All I that, just shot her. All all I did was I typhooned her once. Rule number one: shoot the boss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I typhooned her once. She like was all um, wiggly and stuff. Yeah. I shot her as many times as I could before she disappeared, and then I typhooned her again when she turned up again. That was the end of it. <laughs> but that environment that she was in was actually really cool. That computer room with all the so water awesome. and the, the, the Eliza Kassan's sort of. And then she talks like, to you all the time to try and like tell you stuff and I can't hear what the fuck she's saying because I'm just shooting <laughs> yeah yeah bye, 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 bye. <laughs> like here she comes yeah I know I'm already shooting again shut up yeah yeah just go, leave me alone maybe that's to make the fight harder you know this is, uh, there's plot points in here <laughs> don't kill her yet do you think that under the uh, under the uh, the uh, building the media building the sub-basement thing do you think that was supposed to be the sub-basement the- or the equ- below the basement. Yeah, yeah, low, okay. low, low. <laughs> the, the basement to the basement. Because it's a secret basement, and you have to take that funicular thing down. Yeah, there, right. Yeah. Do you think that's supposed to be like that under your base? Not really, no. but just underground complex that sort of. I don't know. 
But that follicular thing where you had to wait for the lift, it's like, this is classic. getting a classic overused yeah. trope now, the cliche of waiting for the lift. Did that happen wasn't... in Deus Ex 1? No, but it <laughs> happened in bloody half Yeah, it happened in every episode, other game. It happens in virtually every episode, isn't it? <laughs> wait for the lift while enemies pour in. Yeah. Although they didn't exactly pour in. And you it was do like it... five guys. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. When you hit this button, enemies are going to know where you are. You're like, holy shit, I better stop defenses. And it's like five dudes. So I set up loads of defenses because there's a you can hide like under in, it's like a tunnel under the stairs and you can just block it up at both ends with uh, with um, the crates if you want so yeah. you can completely hide you can reprogram the turret yeah, <laughs> which exactly. is what I did and uh, yeah that was pretty it was cool it totally unnecessary because there's only like five feet yeah I thought there would be a whole flood of them or something <laughs> that would have been cooler if, if it was like tons of them because you had mines as well yeah. that you could set I set up, up a, I set up like a gas miner that killed one guy yeah. <laughs> or knocked one guy out yeah and I think he must have spawned virtually on it because they, obviously they just spawn out there somewhere. They must do. But I think he just appeared virtually on top of that line. And just, and just got <laughs> knocked out straight away. The sections like that in games are generally really stupid because a lot of them have, like, defend the chopper or something until it takes off yeah. style objectives or something like that. Or defend the truck until it's fully loaded or something. And then basically as soon as they, it's fully loaded, the enemies just sort of give up <laughs> as if they somehow know. It's like, <laughs> well, oh, this, it oh, this, stuff is, this, this stuff has happened. Yeah, we, 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 we'll give up now. <laughs> it's like, fuck it, we've got no other way of getting up to the top of this building. We'll just give up. Yeah. <laughs> and we could just chase him. Or use the stairs. <laughs> I don't think those stairs <laughs> go away for some reason. No, that was a long way down, was it? Yeah, that was a ridiculously long way. <laughs> was, it like, was, it, was it a Mass Effect lift pause? <laughs> no, it wasn't a loading pause. No. Hidden as a lift. <laughs> no, people talking to you all the way down. Although, like, although that happens in Mass Effect. Yes. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> and no, no, it was cool. Uh, yeah. So I'm still doing the stealth thing, basically. I basically, yeah. I, I can't be bothered with, like... I don't care about being non-lethal, really. I quite like using the... But the thing is, I want I want that ghost th- a thing for a lot of the objectives. That's what I usually try for, which is, like, don't be spotted at all. And the easiest way to do that is actually to be non-lethal, because you just use the uh, takedowns. Yeah. And the, the lethal takedowns make noise, so yeah. why would you use the, like, the, the lethal one? Other than the fact that they can't be revived. Yeah. But it's like... Or would you attract attention to confuse them and then blow the shit out from somewhere else? So wait for them to swarm in on the bodies and then go, aha, explode. <laughs> That's what you do normally. Yeah, but if you leave an, an, a um, a uh, knocked out body in the open, then they will find it. Whereas if yeah. you just stab them, they'll hear you immediately and they'll mm. just run straight to where you are, won't they? Like, if they're, <laughs> if they're in range of the sound, but... You'd think sort of like the punching actions might be a bit louder than a casual stab. Well, yeah. A lot of the time they do seem really loud, right? It's like, <laughs> and all that kind of yeah. thing. It's like, it's not exactly a silent takedown. Yeah, I'm sure that in reality, lethal, if you do a, a, a quiet lethal takedown, it's always going to be quieter than a non-lethal takedown. Yeah. Surely. Even if you're trying to strangle some dude. Because well, like, like if you cut their throat, how are they going to make a sound? Well, they sort of, well, no, but they, <laughs> they still sort of make noise. blocking noises, don't they? Like, I suppose. But, uh, like, uh, <laughs> it's like, unless the toilets are really terrible in this facility, and it's like, oh, the loo's backed up again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the lethal takedown, the non-lethal takedown that you see quite often, or like most often, I think, yeah. is the one where you like grab them from behind, and then you fucking break their arm, and they don't even scream or anything. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> if I if some guy just kicked my fucking arm and broke it, I think I might make some noise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty silly that they're so. Because he ought to do a Sam Fisher and sort of hold there. Yeah, exactly. And, although Sam Fisher does the ridiculous squeeze of doom that <laughs> knocks up. Well, he out. does have one like that. Yeah, 
one of the non-lethal takedowns from behind is like yeah. just the grab them until they fall <laughs> Yeah. I was thinking about the guards. You know you're saying the guards are dumb. Yeah. And they are dumb, but they're not dumb in the way they were in Deus Ex. They're more like in Splinter Cell. They're just like Splinter Cell guards. Just like they say on the broadcast. Who turns out the light? Who turns out the light? Which is well, if only you could turn out the light. That would probably help. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, if there was some kind of other self mechanic than just being invisible. Yeah, because Spinner- <laughs> there's no shooting out lights, is there? There's no, no. Um, uh, visibility. Uh, well, is there? No. There's just sound. You're either there. You're either in their light of sight or you're not. Yeah. Mm. There's no light meter thing like in because you could walk right up to someone in the dark in Spinner Cell, which was always hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um. um but it always looked silly because they couldn't have made the game actually as black as that. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to see what you're doing unless you did. Yeah. Although, you, you did have the uh, goggles. Yeah. But that it, but when you turn them off, it looked like he should clearly be able to see you. Cause yeah. it's, like, you're like, yeah. it's like, what's this mysterious light next to the shelving unit? <laughs> With these three massive <laughs> lights. <laughs> Yeah. As in, everyone should be slightly aware after the first game. It's like, three green lights means hella trouble. <laughs> I think I like Splinter Cell more than a normal person does, and I think that might be. <laughs> I think that might be one of the reasons I like this Deus Ex because I think it's quite similar uh, to, to Splinter Cell in some ways. Well, at least the sneaking is actually a good mechanic. Yeah, it's well, just got... the shooting isn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't shot enough. That's the thing. To no. know. I mean, I, I, I'm, using, <laughs> I'm using my cloak to flick between bits of cover now. It's like, I could wait until he's looking the other way to flick between these two bits of cover. Or I could just activate cloak for like half a second and go, which <laughs> is always hilarious when they're right there. It's like, hello. They should be able to hear you, though. That's yeah, the thing. there should be like some sort of slinking boot yeah. noise or something. Like, <laughs> transferring between cover shouldn't be silent. Although yeah, I think it probably it is. is. It is silent, I think. Uh, yeah. It took me a while to work out how to go slowly enough not to set off the mines. Yeah, because you have to, because you have to, you have to crouch, which you think makes you slow, except you have to hold the walk button while you're crouching to move even slower. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't have got that. Yeah. So, sometimes they just go off anyway. Okay. I've had several times where I was like, walk, <laughs> crouch walking up to a mine and it just randomly explodes. It's like, the fuck? I think it's sometimes if you're like, if you transverse over a vertical step, right. even while you're crouched, that counts as moving too fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, like, oh, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> So they're motion mines rather than yeah, rather well, they, than like depression or like, they were in the first game really. motion, but they were like you could literally run up to them in the first. Well, game, yeah, because they, they, they had, had a timer. Time. Oh, I see. So, so they went beep 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 beep, <laughs> and as long as you got up to them, and uh, you what you had to do is line <laughs> line your sights up so that you could run forward, and oh, you yeah, actually just, <laughs> just mash them up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was cool. But I, I, I was a bit disappointed at first because I was like, oh, I, surely I can creep up this mine, disable it, and then use it myself. And I was like, oh, it just kills me instantly, even though I'm going slowly. But then I yeah, you worked out. Yeah, you another fucking button. Yeah, use the walkers as well, and then you can do it like the original game, effectively. But they're still pointless because mines are actually kind of shitty. <laughs> well, you've got like EMP mines and stuff. That's yeah, potentially well, useful. That, well, I guess for robots, maybe. Yeah. You might as well use the EMP grenade. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no, that it, bit where you have to classic, escape like, the hangar and you have to blow up the robots. Yeah, I wasn't sure whether empty grenades. <laughs> oh, I know. I that's what I used, but I wanted that ghost thing. Oh right. I wanted not to be spotted. Well, they won't see you if you see them. Yeah, it, I, I worked out that if you press the grenade button from undercover, you don't need to aim because he'll just chuck it over. Yeah, over the thing. Yeah, like blind, blind fire, fire. Yeah, but okay. with grenades. Yeah. So. uh 
because if you looked up, then you can get all kinds of other places where those robots won't be able. Like if you hit them at the right part of their patrol, like I went all the way up onto the walkway between the two rooms, and then when they when they meet in the middle, they both turn around before they they start walking apart again. Can you get them in one? Yeah. (laughs) Sweet. Should have tried that. Yeah, that's cool. I don't. It's it's like it's mine. The mines are really kind of poofy because. Unless you're picking up mines that are just in the world, yeah. you have to carry those fucking mine templates, and that's another two squares on top of the grenade that you have to combine into the mine template to make a mine. Oh, right. It's just like, there's no... That's just space, space inefficient. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got all this stuff, but I've, I haven't upgraded my inventory yet, but I'm not actually using... Like, I, I got the pulse gun, because I thought, well, this is... Awesome. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> but, but I haven't tried it yet, because I'm worried they'll spot me as... I mean, does it just knock them out instantly in a row? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, it cool. hits everyone in the blast. As I, it says, sometimes it will knock them out, apart from as far as I can tell it, every time it knocks them out. Oh, cool. Okay, I'll try it more. So if you get a group of guys, you <coughs> take them all down. So if I just popped out when they were looking the other way and, and hit it, and, and then they wouldn't have spotted me by the time they were all knocked over. <coughs> yeah. But of cool. course, other people could still see it. Find them, yeah. Or, like, Hear cameras it. and stuff. <laughs> Because I don't think it's a silent weapon, like oh, right. silence pistols or whatever. Well, it is literally sonic, isn't it? <laughs> Bl- sonic like blast. So I don't know. So a weird pulse. Yeah. Is there an awkward door throughout the entire duration of the game, like there was in the hotel of the first Deus Ex, where it's like, oh, what's what's happening? Yeah, there, there? is. <laughs> there is a door at the end of. Oh, is there? I think it's in your oh. uh, in your apartment building. <laughs> They're having an argument. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Well, oh, I, I, don't think it, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. They do. I think it's a reference to yeah. some kind of sexual argument, but not and not actual sex going on at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I love games. Infinite sex. That's <laughs> <laughs> I love being able to close doors after me. I don't know why. It just appeals to me. In so many games, you open the door, you walk through it, you just leave it open like a yeah. like a bastard. In Deus Ex, you just like I close it behind you. And in this one, it actually makes a difference because it changes the the amount that noise travels. If you shut the door after you, it's less likely oh, people will hear you. That's clever. Sort yeah. Of. Although opening the door makes uh, people do notice. Yeah, people that. notice doors opening. opening, which is kind of. I've quite a few times I've waited for a guy to walk past and I'm behind the closed door. I want to go around and, and knock him out and I open the door do and I he hears that. It, which makes sense, yeah. but it's kind of annoying. But they don't notice if the door is already open when they walk past. No, they're not like... If the door has been closed the entire time they've been walking up and down this corridor and then the next time they come past, it's mysteriously open. They don't even notice. Yeah. They don't go, who opened that door? Which is what they would do in Splinter Cell, I think. Yeah. That kind of thing. You should be able to do that, like, just walk up, sneak into the room, put something on the counter that isn't really out of place, <laughs> and have them turn around and go, who put a bell in my tower? <laughs> put the bell. <laughs> and then sneak up behind them and stab. <laughs> and then hit them with a bigger bell. <laughs> Dong! Dong! Oh, so, I'm not even reading. I'm, I'm hacking into all these computers. And there's these emails, and I can't be bothered to read them, because they're not as interesting as <laughs> Well, a lot of them are shit. They're yeah. like internal emails and yeah. it's like th- It's like trying to find the gold, but, but it's... <laughs> presumably that's quite like if you're a really hacker. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like... yeah, that's true. But that presumably mean... there might be more emails about cute kittens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no, like, image attachments in email, is there? It's a shame. <laughs> no. 
Yeah, you don't get like you don't get your note log or anything either. Yeah, that was so cool in the first game. And I, I found that slightly annoying. Like there was at least one time where someone had, had come over my over the voice channel and said something, and then I wasn't paying full attention, and then I realised I couldn't go back and look at it. Yeah, like you could in the old one. No, 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 note logs a great idea. But Deus Ex had the, one of the best ones because mm. it, it that preceded the important part of the email that you'd read or whatever. It said the door code is this. You yeah. didn't, it didn't contain didn't the whole email. Yeah. <laughs> but this does the new one does that as well. It just filters <laughs> it out. So when you put, when you walk up to the control panel and push it, it's like this isn't code. <laughs> this is the code. Yeah. Well, that's cool. They did. That, I think that was inspired. But you still have too. to type it in rather than it just unlocking. I know, but that's cool. I, like <laughs> well, that. I don't know. I wonder if they, they could have used that as a puzzle mechanic to, to a degree. Like you know, in certain places, it's like, well, there's several doors. They all need codes. I need to figure out which code. For Door. Well, yeah, any kind of puzzle, maybe. But it is less annoying than the old lockpicks and multi-tools stuff. I mean, managing those. Yeah, but it's just hacking every time. Yeah, but the hacking's. I mean, it's a good cool. mini game. It's a good mini game. Yeah, you could have maybe done like three mini games, like an actual lockpicking mini game or something. Yeah, assuming that they still use locks of some kind in the future. I mean, Splinter Cell had a lockpicking <laughs> mini game that actually was picking a lot. Yeah, well, I'm kind of think cool. what ones lockpicking <laughs> mini games have actually been. Well, you know. Uh, any good? Well, it's... I mean, f- f- bizarrely, the one that comes to mind for me is the the one in Perfect Dark Zero, where you have to. Admittedly, the device is a, lo- is a load of bullshit. It's a weird spider thing that attaches to the lock and changes colour depending on what you're doing. Oh, yeah. But the actual control mechanism seems fine. You know, you have to rotate around the stick until you find the sweet spot, and then yeah, yeah. when it rumbles enough, you go, ah, okay, that's the spot, and then it moves on to the next. I mean, I quite like the two-stick one on... Uh, none of this would work on the oh, PC. Oh, well, the two-stick two approach Batman. on Batman, yeah. Yeah, how does that work on a PC, Rob? Oh, you I just did it with, with a controller, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> but that was kind of cool, the kind of way you had to tune it. But it's like yeah. they made a nice hacking mini game. They could have yeah. made other ones, maybe. Yeah, maybe they spent a lot of effort on that. I mean, it's kind of, <laughs> it is a cool mini game, but yeah. Apart from it does get a bit dumb towards the end where it's like, I've got so many nuke viruses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Diving. yeah. Or, or my hacking level is so high they don't even detect me by the time I've hacked all the way through the entire circuit. Yeah, yeah. I haven't upgraded that enough. Obviously, but yeah. So I'm at the point where I've got back to Detroit and the riots happened, but I haven't yeah. seen anything else going on there. But it's The so... invisible riots, of course. Oh, you never see them. If you walk up to the police barrier and look through, you can see some, oh, right. some the occasional. <laughs> but it's not very many of them before it just seems like here's Walkley Street. Oh, and right. then when you actually go inside your office building again, you can walk down to the front door. And I'm not sure you can actually see anyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like surely they'd be up against the glass or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Invisible riots. Invisible They make plenty of noise. They're the best kind of riots. riots. <laughs> Maybe they're all augmented and they're all cloaked. They have a traffic incident. But I thought down. it was against augmentation. Yeah. <laughs> all these cloaked yes. rioters. Thermoptic camo, like in the original game. Well, they, if it was against augmentation, then the people that, and there were an augmented group of cloakers that were against augmentation saying, why did I get this shit? Or something. <laughs> they could make their point by being a cloaked mob. And it's like, see how difficult it is to crowd control people you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Except when you pin them in a small area, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then that when you do the stupid, that's when you go into the convention center. Oh, sounds fun. Not really. That's a really annoying stealth mission. I don't know. I cut that up somehow. Okay. Or maybe I did. I don't know if I bugged it up or whether it was just meant to be difficult. But it's like I found a route where I could sneak in. And then I got to the thing that I had to get to, and I did whatever it wanted me to do. Yeah. And then it, that was like a one-way route, and every other route I could try and, that I could see to get out of this room required me to basically create a fuck ton of noise. And I was like, well, this is going <laughs> to screw me up. Oh, you got stuck. 
Eventually, I did because it was like basically you either open the front door of the room, which leads to two guards. You can punch through a weak bit of wall, which obviously makes a shit ton of noise, and they notice you. And those were basically the only two ways out of the room. But eventually, I worked out that there is there is like an incredibly small window of opportunity where the guards are just far enough away to open the door without them hearing it, and then they kind of bunch up again, so you can do a quick double takedown on them. And then you have to like really quickly sneak around the corner and drag all the bodies out of the way before, before some other guys come. Spot them, and it's yeah. like just barely managed to make it out of there. Yeah. It's like there's this nice punch through the wall route, apart from it's too fucking loud. <laughs> just had an idea for a cool weapon thing. Like, uh, it's like a body evaporator. <laughs> you kill them and then you can, from range, you can make their bodies disappear. That would be powerful. <laughs> be or, or cool. Wouldn't it be like a remote cloak or something? <laughs> like the, uh, the yeah, knife yeah, from yeah. TF or something. You could, like, throw a cloaking device onto their bodies. Onto their bodies. <laughs> and then people at guards would walk up and trip over them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what, what was that? What the hell? Oh, I'm just clumsy. <laughs> What a daddy there's an, email, there's, a, there's an email in one of the computers that references like a handheld cloaking device, oh, right. really specifically. And I'm like, are they trying to reference something? Is that like a is that like meant to be a foreshadowing of optic camo in in Deus Ex One or something? Yeah, but that I, was a whole suit thing, optic camo. Oh yeah, but like a handheld cloaking device. You should you should see this. We should get. And I'm like, uh, am I going to get this? I don't need it. I already have a cloak. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell's going on? I'm invented for my awesome cloak. So I'm not sure like why that's such an incredible one, one specific reference. Well, unless there's like an item you can like use to in the actual game to cloak if you don't want to go to the augment. Route, so <laughs> I doubt it. Is, yeah, it, is, was, is it. Uh, have you read the Penny Arcade sketch um, comic about the? Uh, uh, Gabe's character in Deus Ex, where he's like, yeah. essentially trained him up to be a PhD physician or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then comes across against the boss. <laughs> and it's, uh, how much of that do you think is true? Like, if you, like, if you, if you <laughs> well, did. By that boss, quite a lot of it. Because. The first boss. Yeah, if you haven't. Yeah. If you've been spending points to do hacking or whatever, you don't have enough points to be any combat. Mm. Yeah, you just need to basically keep trying that until you get past that and then pretend it never existed. <laughs> that's a good rule of games, that is. It's like, oh, we'll just, we'll just pretend the shit bit didn't happen. Yeah, but that is particularly... In a, in what is a good game, that is a particularly terrible bit that should never have been put in there. And if they just lifted it out wholesale, it would probably be better. Just release, just remove that boss fight and replace it with an entire uh, sequence, <laughs> uh, an entire FMV sequence, and it would actually improve the game. But that was not that whole new <laughs> yeah. story was about where it's like the boss fights were outsourced to a, get, were they? To a, were to a they? sub company, which is why they're totally shit and don't fit <laughs> into the story at all. <laughs> what the hell? Like where these characters just come out of nowhere. <laughs> come on, Idos. Oh man, that's bad. That <laughs> is bad. I didn't know that. Mm, mysterious. Yeah. So the conspiracy is starting to come together, and it's just there isn't as many like cool, crazy threads of madness. Well, it's because they can't. It's like like I said, they used them all in Deus Ex One, so they can't obviously use the same ones because it wouldn't work. (laughs) Like Deus Ex easily have written completely new ones and completely different. Yeah, but in Deus Ex One, they used like every goddamn conspiracy ever. ever. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the most sprawling mess of conspiracies. Oh, you mean they use use existing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got Knights Templar. It's got Nazi gold. It's got freaking. Illuminati, it's got Echelon oh, yeah. Intelligence Network, NSA, it's got the it's Internet, got the Roswell AIs. Roswell aliens. <laughs> it's literally got everything <laughs> just bashed together yeah. into this ridiculous. I wonder if the, 
I wonder what, if, if there have been any new ones they could run. Did they cover JFK? <laughs> or, but they can't or use new ones because it's, it's a prequel. <laughs> they wouldn't have covered 9-11 or things like no, that. No, they wouldn't have covered could have been quite a lot of... Or then they probably wouldn't dare to include to conspiracy that, yeah. theories about that. That's true. I think JFK <coughs> might have been mentioned in, uh, in Day <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's too old. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. And that was probably Illuminati anyway, so whatever. Oh, because the Illuminati and the Knights Templar aren't old. <laughs> well, they're old, but they're continuous. That's the thing about them. Yeah, the <laughs> idea is that they've been in continuous existence. They just pick gangs up like the Accuser and like... So they're actually <laughs> they use well, well, they use the triads, not the Accuser, but they use the yeah, triads. they did use the triads. What about ninjas? <laughs> <laughs> Freaking ninjas. Who <laughs> like Just Cause 2. Ninjas! I hate ninjas! Oh. <laughs> Space pirates. Suddenly ninjas. Man, that'd be cool if they went to Japan and stuff. What they nearly do? Asia, <laughs> Asia. Well, they go to that cool, yeah, Hengshaw or whatever. But that is like, um, it's cool, but it is just an analog for the whole <laughs> sequence. Yeah. But uh, it's exactly the same character. But it looks way cool. It's very Blade Runner, but I like it. Like it. It's one of the best realized kind of futuristic cities I've seen. Well, in it's, game. it's a place where you actually have a reason for having a backdrop. Yeah, it's like Detroit is just like here's some generic buildings. Yeah, Detroit <laughs> yeah. is is not nearly as cool as Hengshaw. And when you go to Seattle to the news building and you're on top of the building, where it's the not fuck Seattle. Is the, it is. It's Montreal, you idiot. Oh, whatever, same place. No, it's not. <laughs> Canada. Seattle's in America. Yeah, but it's nearly in Canada. Yeah, it is nearly in Canada. But Montreal is in Canada, and that's why you can't see the bloody space ta- the space needle. Because Doesn't Montreal have some famous building as well? Probably, but you probably can. <laughs> anyway, but it, it, the game was developed in Montreal. Well, yeah. So they would know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that doesn't necessarily mean they wouldn't have clocked it up anyway. Yeah, well, I don't, yeah so corrections, Colin. It, it's, <laughs> it's not in Seattle. It's not Seattle, you crazy fool. <laughs> I don't even think, I don't even know if Montreal is on the west coast of, of Canada. I Seattle don't know. It's on the west coast, is it? I thought it was in the middle. No, Seattle's on the west coast. Is it? Northwest. I thought it was nearer to Chicago than it was to the coast. No, no, no. It's it? on the coast, practically. Because if you think, just in terms of gaming, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Goes south, world in conflict. Conflict. They have a coastal invasion into Seattle. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, sorry. I, I, forgot. <laughs> I, I thought, oh, wait, now. Sorry, yeah. I forgot. So I, I thought San Francisco's north, but it's North California, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Northern but, California, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. south, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Seattle is in Washington State, yeah. which is at the, the extreme the northwest, top, yeah. yeah. Washington State is. Yeah. East, isn't it? No, no, Washington, D.C. <laughs> is in East. Oh, okay. <laughs> Washington State is the North I, I always get confused by that fucker. Washington State is where Twilight is set, if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that helps a lot. Yes, I, I now know fully that... So it's basically Washington State is always in a blue tint, is it? It's all lots of big trees and stuff like Canada. Uh, uh, Microsoft or Washington... Wait, are Democrats blue? State. I can't remember. Yeah, yes. they are blue. Oh, good. I got that right. Uh, Bo- <laughs> Boeing, Washington State. Twin Peaks was set in Washington State. Anyway. <laughs> Snow. Yeah. Bang. Bang, bang. Bang, 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 bang. Is that Dallas? No, that is Twin Peaks. That is Twin Peaks. Yeah. 14 minutes. Oh, bang, bang. <laughs> yeah, so... We um, could try my feature. Does anyone have any thoughts about my feature that we see? <laughs> you forget about feature. your feature as soon as we leave the podcast. So yeah. like... Have you got any other questions for the Batman people? That's the other thing. <laughs> Seriously, can we get them to do a Batman league? It hasn't gone completely dark. So it's going to be. Yeah. In 15 minutes. I can still see pigeons. <laughs> what does that tell you about the, <laughs> the night? I'm not a pigeon reader. <laughs> the pigeons of the night. <laughs>
I don't think there's any like old wives' tale about pigeon flights to determine the weather. I bet there is. <laughs> Pigeons die. <laughs> Lightning a fly. <laughs> that's a great rhyme. <laughs> and that's also very useful information. Oh wow, that pigeon just got struck by lightning. I think there might be lightning around. <laughs> Are you sure it's not just a, a pigeon just fought, dropping dead, like in the, like like a, a pigeon's wandering along eating some seeds, suddenly drops dead. Lightning. <laughs> Or if you're just casually walking around and a pigeon just falls from the sky like a satellite. Because satellites fall out of the sky all the time. Well, that one is, isn't it? Yeah, one has. Oh, did it fall? I think, yeah, Pacific somewhere. Oh, that's all right. Uh, (laughs) That's all right. Well, there was no... Nobody knew where it was going to land. There was relatively high odds of it hurting someone, which is... Yeah. Relative... No one ever gets hit, hit by a meteorite or whatever. That statistic was really badly reported. I was about to say, I saw it, in the it changed Guardian. so much, wasn't it? Because it was like, oh, it's one in 100. It's like, no. Oh, it's one in 3,000. No. Oh, one in 250. <laughs> there were so many different The figures. Guardian reported it really badly. <laughs> they said that there was a one in 3,200 chance of, of, of us being hit by uh, a part of... By you, be, of you <laughs> being hit by a part of this satellite. I was like... Well, there's 3,000 people in the Nida market. That means that there's, there's a certainty that one of them will be hit by part of the But the, the, the actual statistic is there's a 1 in 3,200 chance that somebody will be hit. Yeah. So if you times 3,200 by the amount of people in the world, 7 billion, you get That's the, still quite the, low odds. <laughs> you get the chance of it hitting you. <laughs> but yeah, so that was quite badly reported there. Because they were like, well, you're much, much more likely to win the lottery than... than uh, not much less likely to hit the win the lottery than you are to be hit by this satellite. Yeah. It's like, no, actually, it's probably comparable or, or more likely yes. to win the lottery. No one was going to get hit by it. No one ever gets hit by anything from space, ever. No. Only a dog. A dog got hit by me, tried Yeah, it? that's the only known casualty from space debris. Yeah, known to you. Known to the internet. Well, there might have been like people that just sort of died who like live in shacks that no one knows about. Or, like, but then that would be extremely unlikely as well. <laughs> yeah. That the, like, the one person who had actually been hit by a meteorite was someone in the middle of fucking nowhere that no one ever saw. Could happen. <laughs> well, yes, it could. But <laughs> yeah, you're more likely to be hit by like something. <laughs> Pigeon. Something called Pigeons. an aeroplane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, lightning is true, though. It'd yeah. be great if pigeons was a weather condition. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weather like? Well, there's, uh, there's a, there's a, I see some droppings on the floor. It must be pigeons. Ooh, that was a really close one. Light shower is turning to heavy pigeons. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> used to leave pigeons. Light sparrow is turning to heavy pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> weather could be so much more entertaining. If they just made it up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, he means literal weather, not the forecast. Oh, right. <laughs> well, the weather could always be more interesting. There's all kinds of stuff you could do. I'd like to see Ice Tea or some rapper doing gangster weather. Uh, I thought you were going to say you'd like to see <laughs> the Ice, ice Tea instead of the weather. Water. Water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would also be awesome. Mm, ice Tea. <laughs> Today we've got a side order of Fanta. <laughs> Didn't they describe it like, like courses when we got. And in early morning, we've got a starter course of uh, Parmesan. <laughs> Parmesan. <laughs> Cheese weather. Of course. Well, they made that film about that, didn't they? Oh, yeah, Cloudy with Chance of Meeples. That was reasonable. It was alright. Yeah. <laughs> Although the 3D didn't add too much, I think. Yeah, but it was quite well done. Oh, 3D! I want to I see Drive. I hear Drive. that's good. It's a film that's coming out. <laughs> that film. Can't say I've heard of it. I saw Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Oh, I want to see that. 
I don't know if you'll like it. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I because I already it's got knew... Gary Oldman in it. Yes. I fucking love Gary Oldman. Yes. <laughs> Him and Johnny Depp could have my man baby. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. But <laughs> you need three men in order to. <laughs> But he's just not acting. He's not <laughs> acting crazy like he's in Leon. He's like really reserved. He's George Smiley or whatever. It can be okay. But no, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Gary Oldman just awesome with whatever he does. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he was really, really good in it. But I mean, see, I already knew the story, but I don't understand if you didn't know the story going in, how the hell you would know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I no. mean, it's quite. So, a... there's a you need the historical background, or do no, you need, no. you need to know the original or the book? Or... Well, I'd seen the TV series. Uh, but if you read the book, that would help, obviously. Mm. But uh, I have um, no experience of this. Yeah, so it's just got Gary Oldman. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's all—it was all very well, you know, filmed and everything, all nice, <coughs> cinematically, very nice. But uh, I—I'd I, be interested it's to see Cumberbatch it. too. Yeah, it's got—he's good in it, actually. One of my favourite uh, names ever, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, as uh, Peter Gwillem. Uh, yeah, also a great name, actually, Gwillem. Gwillem. Yeah, that's a good name. Uh, smiley. Gwillem, Gwillem, Gwillem. Gwillem. <laughs> filth. <laughs> Being Gwillem. It's a bit of filth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Alright. Be interested to see what you think, actually. Alright. Here we go. I'm still waiting for someone to buy some more Harry Potter DVDs so I can finish watching those damn films. <laughs> Where are you up to? Well, I'm hoping the Blu-ray box set will come out for Christmas. Order of the Phoenix was the last one Nothing that big. my parents actually got, I think. So you only got two to go. Yeah. Well, three. Yeah. Because they split the, the last one into two. So but I'm still waiting. That last part of the last one was actually really good. I thought part two. Yeah, and I, I can't really fault it. It was a bit, from what I now know, outside of the film, there were some odd sort of like. Well, there always are. When yeah, you're there, there, there were always. There were, I mean, yeah, there were always going to be some references, but I thought there were some bits that perhaps were completely unexplained in the film version. That yeah. you were just like, sorry, what? What just happened? <laughs> Is, is that relevant? <laughs> you know, you don't actually really know. And it's, uh, yeah, so that, that could be done a bit better. But I wonder if there are bits they cut out, like, for length, because it's quite Probably. a long film. Yeah, it's, it's good that they did split it in two, because you realise that would have been so squashed, that whole yeah. final sequence of the battle, like, into... It was yeah. basically the whole film is that battle. There's no way part two could have been a... There's no way part two could have been munged into the other one somehow. Perhaps yeah. part one perhaps could have been shorter, True. but then it would have been a bit... But then, even then, it wouldn't have been the you know it'd been a long ass film. Yeah, I'm talking Titanic length. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody wants that shit. <laughs> what Titanic? <laughs> That's a good film. Mm. Well, the second half is good when shit hits the fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the last movie part of it. Yeah, the first yeah. half is just boring, and it's like one and a half hours of boring, <laughs> <laughs> and then you got one and a half hours of people dying, which is much better. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> Mm. That dude hits a fan. <laughs> or a propeller thing. <laughs> it hits the fan. Yeah. <laughs> the dude hits the fan. <laughs> that should be the subtitle. <laughs> Titanic. Titanic. Dude, dude hits a fan. fan. <laughs> oh, man. We could write. <laughs> we could screenplay films, damn it. Titanic, the awesome version. That's our. That's that's the D and D effect. <laughs> Clearly, we're all going to become much more eloquent and literate just for playing D and D. Have you played again since we played? We should do that. Yeah, we did. We played a little bit more oh, of right. the starter kit thing rather than my shitty edition. That was alright. <laughs> you haven't seen the end of it yet, so you don't know whether it's actually <laughs> yeah, good. True. You've seen the generic fights that lead up to the you know the thing that I actually put the most effort into the boss fight, which we still haven't seen. Have you refined it, or are you just going to no, leave I, it as it is? There's not much too refined to it. It's still pretty simple. 
<laughs> what was it two statues like um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad at describing things and then I make it too obvious no that was that was fine that was a good puzzle I actually had a better way of describing that I just forgot it at the time so you know <laughs> that was cool puzzles are not it's like creating shit like that is okay it's just describing it that's the problem you have to be careful how you say how you describe things in the world to make them obvious but not too obvious yeah you have to li- like it's like, like subtle when, hint. it's like when we did that that first part of the starter pack in that room with like the bowls of water or whatever yeah, yeah. and Kimmons was like I want to look at the water and it's like <laughs> you're in a fight fight first then water <laughs> <laughs> you should have just had like, him go over the water and get hacked but, but all this sword play makes me thirsty <laughs> But on the plus side, at least someone... <laughs> that could have been funny because there was a dragon behind that fucking door, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> just like, I want the water! Yeah, that oh, was shit! <laughs> That's true. The goblin, the goblin was specifically designed to go over there and over that door, but it would have been kind of funny if Kim had still legged in there. <laughs> but... <laughs> like, whatever that goblin's going for, I want it first. <laughs> but on the plus side, at least someone decided, was interested in the water. That's true. So oh, it's okay. like there was interest in the environment. And then eventually Rob got himself in such a position where I was like, you can probably knock over that fiery thing and do f- f- some fire damage. And I was like, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> we can knock those over. Excellent. Yeah, it's, well, it's like, if you don't know the idea of like Dungeons and Dragons Yeah, being, I think that's the problem we have, have at the to... moment. We don't, we don't sort of, uh, you know, sort of ask You don't go outside do the rules. Things. Yeah. It's like the actual standard combat rules are nicely laid out and everything. But there's other things you can do. Yeah. That's why I was going to print off that other file I found which has like, a more detailed description of what your skills actually mean. Mm. Like, what athletics actually lets you do. Yeah. That would help. <laughs> like jump on top of the statue. Yeah, exactly. It tells you, like, the specific things. That, it's like, what the fuck does streetwise <laughs> actually mean? <laughs> streetwise. <laughs> Rob wants to be streetwise. I was about to say, we never come across, like, any sort of conversation tree mechanics, and it's like, roll your streetwise abilities, you get down with this... Merchant bro. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that, that, that is the other part of Dungeon Dragons we haven't or, come across yet. Or if we come across the mysterious dungeon of breakdancing. Drawing <laughs> <laughs> a streetwise check to do some cool, funky moves. I need to, I need to, I need to drop a caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> chair stand. <laughs> air chair, sorry, it's called an air chair, not a chair stand. <laughs> a chair stand would just be like... I'm doing like <laughs> he's literally outside. He's got a chair. He's about to do a chair stand. <laughs> chair stand would be like French toilet squat. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I expect we'll goddamn it do some more of that at some point. The trouble is, it takes us so goddamn long as well. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> no one's familiar enough with the mechanics for it to be fast. Oh, we'll, we'll have a weekend. Also, we only have one set of dice, I guess that doesn't help. No. We might have a weekend sometime where we don't have to do a podcast and we're all free. Well, we, we can still manage to do it after we. a podcast. It's just we have to start early enough so that everyone doesn't fall asleep and it doesn't go on until past midnight. Yes, it's difficult. Which so anyway, let's really do the same thing. <laughs> no, no, we're checking out the D and D for your failing. <laughs> no one's died yet, so that's good, I guess. I know we nearly did. We got quite close. The whole idea: the everyone's meant to nearly die. Mm. That's what I say. <laughs> Everyone's meant to nearly die. It's a, it's a character building experience. Well, yeah. Even in literally. Indeed, <laughs> it is literally. <laughs> that's basically all. The, that's basically what happens in all those penny arcade podcasts of, of their D and D games. Everyone nearly dies. Oh, well, was successive one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was so Do they podcast their? Do they stream D and D games? It was when they were doing their very first games, basically. When they were just starting out. When they just when wizards were making the new version of their starter kit. 
they invited them basically to run a game. Wizards of the Coast. And that was how Gabe got into it. He was Did. like, Man, this is awesome. And then from then on, insanity. <laughs> going off on a random tangent. For one and a half minutes, go. Yeah, I read a um an article on Games Radar that was talking about an old they have this like thing feature that they do every now and then about old games appreciation section. Yeah. And uh they brought up uh, an old F1 game, like F1 97, <laughs> and how it was like groundbreaking at times because it was the first one to sort of use um, um, like the TV, uh, what do you call it, the TV style HUD right. and stuff like that and how to describe <laughs> it. What I didn't realise is that it was freaking Blizzard behind it. It was like oh, back then, really? no, not Blizzard, sorry, um, Bizarre. <laughs> Oh, right. yeah, yeah. That would have been weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah Formula weird. One craft. <laughs> <laughs> but well, no, Bizarro best, behind it. And it's like, this ones. is why they got started, was actually redefining F1 games to be good. Well, Apart Jeff from has gone free was pretty good. <laughs> oh, no, but it was a bit inaccessible, if you ask me. It was like, it was over sim. Yeah, it was pretty sim. But it was cool. I like Jeff Gammon's Grand Although the weird thing about... Oh, wait, wait, we're timeless. Grand Prix 2. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was weird. Bizarre made an F1 game. I didn't see that one going. <laughs> really? Right, so... Oh, F1. <laughs> it's all about driving. 30 seconds! Do you want to go over and... Shall I dramatically uh, cross this can? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did it quite well there. I wonder if I can... I'll just do this one. I didn't even make much noise. No. 20 seconds! 20 seconds! Next Rob says 20 seconds. Keep crossing that can! Keep crossing that chicken! <laughs> Join us again on the sidecast for more uh, computer game discussion and news. Goodbye! Bye! Bye! Bingo! Outside! Fuck! <laughs>